0: Do they have
1: good do they have good weed up there in New York or do you guys gotta do you guys gotta bring it on the road with you?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. How much weed did you pack? Uh <laughs> <laughs> What's up everyone? Average Joe's podcast coming at you again with another, you guessed it, not so average podcast. In this episode, I'm super excited because the homies that are on the, the bike trip across the country from Massachusetts all the way to fucking California, Nico and Sean, they're with us. They're doing a check-in from the road. This is fucking huge, guys. I'm stoked because I've been following them. I've been living vicariously through them, and I wish that I could be doing it alongside them. Guys, what's up? That's where it's you chilling, two
3: you say know. hello. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, man? We're, we're chilling <laughs> in a hotel right now. Just, uh... so, how's so, oh, oh, could...
2: so, how's the trip been so far? So, how's the trip been so far, guys?
3: Uh, you, you know, it was difficult at first. We had to find up some mountains. Yeah, a lot of hills. Face a lot of heat, but overall it was good. We saw like a lot of sites, We camped at a lot of good places. Right now we're at the Airy and we have to camp along Locks, but stopped in a uh, some Western hotel today. So, have you
2: guys been smoke- smoking the devil's lettuce in the Best Western? Because yeah. <laughs> you look high <laughs> as fuck. <laughs>
4: Not in the Best Western. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Correct answer. Just
2: outside the Best Western. Hashtag Average Joe's podcast does in no way, shape, or form sponsor the Best Western.
1: (laughs) But we do condone smoking marijuana in Best
2: Westerns.
3: (laughs) So you You got. What was that? uh, There's a a bar called Babes. I don't know why it's called Babes, but the guys some good people. Okay,
2: right. <laughs> 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 oh. oh man. So, how long have you guys been on the road so far?
4: Um, a week and 4 days.
2: A week and 4 days. Jeez, it's been that long already, huh? Wow. That's crazy.
1: Where and you said you said you're in Utica
2: right now?
4: Yes. Yeah, that's so in
1: New York, correct?
4: Yes. It's along the Erie Canal right now. Um we actually took some more time. We went straight north to uh, Sean's buddy's house, who he, who he went on the tour prior to. So we so could have cut straight across to here, but we did some uh, hiking. <laughs> so
2: they went all the way from Massachusetts, from Gardner, up, rode their bikes to Vermont, stayed with their buddy <laughs> for a little bit at, his, at their buddy's house in Vermont, and then made their way... To New York.
1: Wow! How many miles do you think you've covered so far? If uh, you had to guesstimate,
4: like four hundred. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> That's so fucking sick. Wow, guys. <laughs> Nico, how are your knees? I know that you were saying you had some knee injuries.
4: Um, so that is actually why we're at the Best Western. Um, tonight's actually dude. my last night doing this trip. What thus the? Far. F-
2: what? What's up? What happened? You're quitting.
4: Yeah, for now. Uh,
2: oh no! That makes me so sad.
4: Yeah. yeah, it's it's been going through my head for a bit. I was trying to make it to Niagara for like the past week, and uh, I took a really big digger today. What, where happen- I what just happened? What happened? Um, Hit so a death pebble. My knee's been like, it feels like I'm rubbing bone on bone. Yeah. And once in a while, it's like, walking up on me. And today, it finally did it, like, one really big one. And I, like, ditched my bike underneath a bridge and almost went into one of those concrete blocks. Jesus and Christ. Yeah. Wow.
0: That
2: <laughs> sucks, can't... man. That was, That's such that a bummer. So
4: that
2: makes so... me so sad.
4: But, well, like, I don't know. I'm young. I'm going to be able to continue this at some point.
2: So, Sean, are you going to so, do? Are you gonna try to do the rest of it by yourself?
4: Oh, he's fucking doing this. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> actually going to continue on and go forward.
2: That's even so, fucking scarier. Thanks for uh, turning
4: this from the most yeah. depressing podcast ever <laughs> into something we can all look forward to. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, he's... I this have, was something he started a while ago, so yeah. like.
3: Last time I went, I started by myself, so yeah. I have somewhat experience for it. Yeah. It, it is scary. Oh, dude, like, for sure.
2: I don't think I would yeah. want to. I don't think I would want to ride by myself. I don't think I could do it. All like all that alone time, dude. Dude,
1: that's crazy. Not yeah. even just the alone time, but the what happens when you're in the middle of fucking Kansas. Right. You know, yeah. and there's nothing around you.
2: Just Sean. Just just remember: if a guy comes up to you in a van, yes means no, and no means anal.
1: No means yes, and yes means anal. <laughs> That's what it was.
2: <laughs> That's why I have Mike around.
5: I don't think that Mike would know this because I know, so <laughs> about the old he guy. has a van. Yeah, <laughs> one time. It's not van- a
2: secret initiation into van life. It's not a secret <laughs> handshake.
5: <laughs> it's, it's a I, dick I have shake.
2: A
1: it's called well, docking. It's a way. thing.
2: <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that, Sean. What's your What's your plan after Nico comes back? And then Nico will circle back to you and figure out what your plans are.
3: Yeah. So when I come back?
2: No, no, no. So you're not coming back. You're going all the way to California. You're sending it. Full send. Yeah. Uh-huh
3: hopefully when I get there, I find a job. So that, that's, that's <laughs> one thing. But, uh, yeah, after that, I'm just kind of just going with the flow and just trying to start my dancing career over there. Gotcha. I think this might be my last bike tour though.
2: Uh, yeah. Well sounds it's a good. hell of a
4: way to end.
1: Yeah. It's a hell
2: of a way to end yeah. the show. Dude. <laughs> but I was I wasn't thinking that far down the road. I was thinking like when you leave the best Western. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you high, <laughs> Zach?
2: Maybe. No, I haven't I haven't had any devil's He still
1: has a whole tree branch in there that I gave him. Right there.
0: <laughs>
1: Why did we not partake in said branch?
2: Because my son's upstairs. Oh, fuck. I have to be an adult. Oh, God. Hashtag responsibilities. You
1: guys having kids and such.
2: <laughs> anyway, Sean, let's talk about when you like walk out of the best Western automatic doors, what are you going to do?
3: I'm going to try to head to um, near Buffalo, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: not as close to Buffalo, but I'm going to try to go 80 miles tomorrow, hopefully hit around, um, past Syracuse and yeah, some part of New York.
2: (laughs) Damn. So once you get out of New York, that'll officially be the farthest you've been, right?
3: No, I've, I've gone to Ohio before.
2: That's right. I know my states. (laughs) so so, once you get past ohio that'll be the furthest you've been when at what point do you think you're gonna hit ohio uh
3: hopefully by next week
2: so by next week when when we call you next week i want to i want you to officially be like i've made it further than i've ever made it on a bicycle and tell us where you are I don't care if it's one pedal outside of Ohio.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'll pass
3: the campsite that I stopped at and just get out of the parking lot. That's probably the (laughs) phrase. He'll
6: he'll
4: turn the camera and be like, that's where I camped last time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. He's going to be like, I'm going to be like, Nico, where are you? He's going to be like, I'm sorry, Sean, where are you? He's going to be like, "Uh, a Best Western in New York. (laughs) just shacks up (laughs) i've actually just made permanent residency here (laughs) i like it a lot the weed's good do they have good do they
1: have good weed up there in new york or do you guys gotta do you guys gotta bring it on the road
2: with you yeah that's a good question how much weed did you pack
4: uh
1: (laughs) well no we're no you don't have to give an actual amount because we're not we're not trying to you know Federal government <laughs> type stuff. Yeah, because there's so do many. Do you people bring it more? Podcast. The question. The question being, do you do you bring your own supply or do you uh, go uh, with the flow, as they say on the road?
4: Do I have to put my hand on the Bible. No. <laughs> All right.
3: Since since this podcast and this is not video chat, I don't know if you're Instagramming this, but we are.
2: But they yeah. can't hear you, so it's a weird podcast for them. Because they can you only hear lie. us talking. Well, you're you have best wedge, Best Western internet connection, so I mean, I can only imagine how well this is actually gonna go.
3: It's the best. <laughs> the
2: best. <laughs> it's, yeah. so, so you never answered. You never answered the question. How much weed do you pack, or how much weed do you buy for each a cross state? country bicycle <laughs> trip? <laughs> They're actually that's the whole thing. They're Sherpa Sherpa ing marijuana across to California. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> we, got, we got blessed, actually. We got gifted with uh, some cannabis before before the whole trip. So. That,
2: that's some tra- trail magic right there.
4: I'm, gonna, I'm right. So, <laughs> yeah, we're really thankful for that.
2: I have a feeling it came <laughs> from a mutual friend of ours. I won't say any names.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, so... I'm excited that you guys are still doing. Well, Sean's doing a trip. Um, I also want to say thank you guys for repping the Average Joe's podcast shirts in uh, all over the fucking place. Actually, I mean, some of the pictures that they've been posting on Instagram of like them with the AJP shirts on—that's awesome. They're sick. They're it's so sick. I was like, I'm so happy that they were able to do that. That's where you guys talk. <laughs>
4: Sorry, we lost you for
0: yeah, a second.
2: Yeah, we lagged bit. <clears throat> oh, gotcha. So I was just saying that I'm thankful that you guys uh, rep the AJP shirts all over the place and we're taking some sick-ass Instagram photos. And I was just saying thank you for that. And I was telling Mike that some of them were so rad. That kind of leads me to the question. So out of all of them, what was your favorite place so far that you kind of stopped, took some photos, and chilled? I
3: actually... Lock 15, so there's, this, there's these locks on the Erie Canal, yeah, And for like the boats to pass, but there's also for bikers who are just like travelers and they can camp along on these like locks. That's sick. There's about 32 locks. Lock 15 though was the probably the best. Why? That we, you know, well, we, we took a rest day because uh, his knees <laughs> was just hurting, but we uh, yeah, we had some cool moments on that day. And yeah, we were just chilling by the uh, canal. So you could see the whole canal, see boats pass by, and it was just awesome. So actually, you could see the moon at 12 o'clock too, which was pretty weird.
2: In the afternoon?
3: Yeah. Gotcha.
2: So why is that one the the coolest one out of all of them?
4: (laughs) Out of all the stays we went to? Yeah. as far as the canal, it was definitely the most rad because like there was just these two trees that were just like different from the rest. Yeah. And uh, sorry, I'm, like super.
2: <laughs> far but, out, man.
4: Visual was just real, so much grass and like it was just a really great spot to be at. And, sure. and obviously Not, not like... only
3: that, they had a
4: well where you got actually like. Clean water. Oh yeah. And oh, there's a store cool. nearby, but like and... not even a half a mm-hmm. mile of... But um for my favorite spot, I'd have to say um <clears throat> the section that we stayed along, it was the Appalachian Trail and the Vermont Trail. Oh well, the AT. Yeah, that <clears throat> was
3: that was dope too.
4: There's like a bridge that you walk across and um there's river flowing underneath and just a bunch of different campsites you can stay at. Now I thought,
2: were... I thought you couldn't bike on the A T.
4: Uh, well, there's no sign, so we, we yeah.
3: actually didn't really, I mean, i biked down, it's going down, down downhill, but sure. when we sure. got there, it was like not even half a mile, so we just stopped, we found this spot, and just walked our bikes down.
4: Yeah, it's like right off the road. Yeah. Oh, like, gotcha. people just can
3: park there and camp. And it was right next to the river, the Connecticut River. Yeah, uh, that was that
4: photo that I sent you there. Oh, gotcha, that, was that
2: on one, one was water. sick. That one was sick. Yeah so nico do you think that you would consider if your knees got better linking up with sean somewhere past ohio that Uh is?
4: we definitely we were just talking about that um, while we were out eating um if there is a chance where i feel great enough and like have myself set enough i would totally reach out and continue
2: yeah that would that would be huge. I mean, you could think about it. You could pack your bike, fly to wherever he is, meet up with him, and then just continue the the uh, expedition.
4: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Right. Yeah. So I actually the, the only the only other thing I thought of I was like, because he was like near the end or when I get out west somewhere, and I was like, yeah, I just have to continue my training because it's gonna be way more hilly out west. But Vermont, Vermont was like the, the intro for that.
2: Right.
3: Vermont, Vermont was like a challenge. We actually went to a huge mountain. The first incline we did was probably about like a thousand feet.
2: Damn! Wow. That's fucking crazy. Have you been strava
3: ing it? No, actually, I I have no. What does that mean? Was New or Vermont? The only time I actually got services when I got Wi-Fi
2: <laughs> yeah. at the Best Western. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, Strava is this app that cyclists and runners use, and basically it tracks your mileage and it tracks your elevation, your average speed, how many calories you burn, all that. It's basically like a running app for. It's just a way
1: to monitor your progress.
2: Yeah, it's super sick, but people can follow you, too. So if like, oh, I'm, that's cool. I'm friends with Sean on Strava, so I can follow his daily rides. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it's super sick. That's cool. I, I, I actually was hoping that he was going to do it. So one cool thing that I think we should point out while we're on the podcast, and Sean, I don't know if you want to plug it, but Sean is officially a YouTuber. Attaboy, get yeah. it son. So Sean, why don't you talk about that a little bit and in, in your you know, how you're sharing your adventure via YouTube.
1: <laughs> a no well, shame plug.
3: I'm trying to YouTube the whole uh, the whole trip just so I could share the experience of others. I yeah. thought it would just be cool to like inspire others, but not only that, just to keep my family and friends updated. Sure. It, what I'm doing sure I, I think it'd be awesome
2: yeah I, I, I was, so I watched your first edit and I thought it was sick thank you yeah I really did I thought it was a, a really cool like it was super simple and just straight to the point but I really liked it because I was able to like follow you like each step of the way and it was cool like how you did these like little check-ins where it's like hey we're here right now this is what happened I really like that. One thing I would say, though, is don't be like, um, hey, like this or follow this. Well, if you don't, I really don't care. I was just like, oh, well, that's <laughs> savage. I'm like, no, you should fucking care because you're doing something epic. And you know what? These people should they should like it and they should follow it.
1: Yeah. And if you don't, you're a fucking douche.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I, I should
1: just leave out the if you don't, then yeah. But right. yeah. Yeah, dude, you're a savage, man. I, I don't know I, I don't know I couldn't even fathom even planning or getting myself in enough physical shape to to, to remotely touch what you're trying to do, man. <laughs> Seriously, not, not not fucking kissing your ass, bro. You are that's a fucking savage move you're pulling off. So I I, I, I I really, really hope that you guys can fucking do
2: it. Yeah, dude. To, for him to do it by himself. That's fucking s-
1: crazy, dude. It's fucking insane.
2: Like, it was crazy enough to do it with Nico, but to do it alone, I'm like, seriously, like, I get anxiety just thinking about it.
1: Think about the sheer mass of, of distance that's being traveled, yeah. and it's not like you're driving a car. It's not like you're flying in a plane. I've flown across the country, as have all of us, I believe. Yes. That takes long enough, and that sucks enough within itself. I could only imagine using my two legs to fucking get me from here to fucking California. Dude, it's mind-blowing, man. You guys are fucking savages. Savages.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty crazy, It's fucking awesome, dude. It's so cool. So, Nico, I noticed that you had a couple incidents, right, where you, you had some setbacks with your bike?
4: Uh, what do you mean with my bike?
2: Well, didn't you have, like, a few flats, like, right off the bat? And...
4: Oh, shit.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, day, day one, he actually got a flat. We were, we were in the Cheshire Rail Trail in New Hampshire, and that trail was just unexpectedly bad. There was rocks sticking off the ground. And it was just all. That's about usually where rocks come from.
4: Go in. Go. <laughs> yeah, it was more like we were mountain biking. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Sick. <laughs> mountain biking on uh, cross country road bikes sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like three pounds extra. <laughs> so uh, you're happy that you brought a spare tube?
4: Um. So, dude, I had no idea what I was getting when I went to go get tubes. Because um, I just, I'm a procrastinator. I went super last minute. And <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to
2: do right before you ride your bike across the, the country, right? It's only 3,000 miles. <laughs> what can go wrong?
4: I'm talking Walmart. Oh, <laughs> no! 12 <laughs> <laughs> hours before I leave. You, I was if fucked.
3: If you guys <laughs> saw the tune, it was not even the size of his tire. It, was, it yeah. was like five pounds.
4: Was tired. it was me and my fucking <laughs> girlfriend in walmart i look at her i'm like i'm reading this right right and she's like i don't know i'm like okay <laughs> I'm like, <"Sold." laughs>
3: so what happened
4: um all right we patched it
3: for the first day first okay. day was fine after we patched it second
4: oh. day we probably go like 10 miles out yeah we were going through some pretty rad road work yeah, where yeah. we literally had the whole road to ourselves and we stopped for a hot That sec. was awesome because they stopped traffic just for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had traffic, literally the oncoming stopped waiting for two bikers to come through like a mile's worth of road <laughs> work. <laughs>
2: the cops were like, but, um, hold on, we got to stop the progression here for the dirty hippies on the bikes.
4: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> they
3: actually on, uh, actually workers that worked on the roads. Oh,
2: but, wow, um, that's yeah. what's happening.
4: Yeah. We stopped like right at the bottom of this hill, and all of a sudden we're like packing up some of our food, and I just hear this loud, and my pulse <laughs> father- it, dude. in the grass, you know, like. So yeah. we ended up using. We started one patching of his it tubes, more again. Then but... the patches
3: never worked, and we ended up.
4: I ended up giving him a tube. Gotcha.
2: And that tube actually
3: fit his tire, surprisingly.
2: And then his, his, and his, then, then, did you go to another Walmart and buy some more tubes?
0: Oh, you're, you're lagging on us. <laughs> them,
2: That's convenient. Yeah. I said, did you guys go to another Walmart and buy some more tubes?
4: Oh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we've got, we've, <laughs> I, have, I have one, yeah, one just, extra tube. he got one extra tube.
2: Sean, you should know this. You but, always uh, carry I'm more actually, than one rubber.
4: Or you just what
1: don't happens? use them at all and take your chances. <laughs>
2: oh, I said, Sean, you should know this. You always carry more than one rubber. I said you biked this
4: far already. you know you. Damn it!
3: You said I was biking what?
2: Nope. I said you should always carry more than one rubber.
0: <laughs> there it is.
2: Third time's a charm, right? Probably not. <laughs> And then Mike said, or you could just go without them and take your chances.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take day. a chance, Columbus did.
2: So <laughs> <Yeah>. So Sean <laughs> and Nico, Mike actually got a mountain bike pretty recently. And he also had some like, bike setback, setbacks. Oh, Mike, do you want do you want to tell <laughs> do you want to tell your bike setback story? Not particularly, we'll but I but I it. will
1: if you want me
2: to. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, I want you to.
1: All right, so yeah, Zach convinced Zach talked me into it. He's got me on the whole bike kick thing. So I went out. We I dropped some cash on a on a uh, on a specialized and. Uh, well, long story short, um, after the first day of riding, i i have a i have a roof a roof rack set up on my car to transport the bike, so I have it strapped down, and I have the the front tire in the back seat of my car. So yeah. I uh, I park my car in front of my house, and I live on a pretty pretty busy road in winter now. with a lot of uh, a lot of there's a lot of foot traffic a lot of a lot of pedestrians so you never know who's fucking around outside your house but anyways long story short I go inside eat some lunch walk my dogs and I come back outside and my front tire's gone someone <laughs> stole <laughs> someone stole my front tire out of my fucking car the day after I bought my fucking bike. uh so yeah that 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 was a bummer that that sucked someone
4: went in your car took your front tire yeah that's the the only thing
1: that that's the only explanation i can come up with because when i left the car the the tire was in the back seat the car was unlocked and when i returned from walking my dogs the tire ceased to exist,
2: and mind you, on Mike's car, one of his back doors is literally welded closed. So they had to really <laughs> do some work.
0: See,
4: this uh, just goes back to carrying more than two rubbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a, it, it's, it sucked.
2: So Mike, the day after he bought he his, the day after he bought his bicycle, he found out that he actually bought a really, really rad unicycle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm really good at doing uh manuals now. No he's not. No, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm the worst in the world.
2: So what's But the-
1: I actually had a question for you guys. Um so when you set out on a on a crazy trip like this, what is your setup as far as what you guys bring as far as supplies where do you get your food um, what is your shelter like what do you guys carry on your person through a uh, uh, insane adventure like this because I can't imagine you'd want to be too heavy but obviously you have to have some sort of a reasonable setup so for the listeners, what what does that consist of when you ride a bicycle across the country?
3: Um I'm sorry. You you were just lagging.
1: Um Oh, sorry dude. Could
3: you could you say that again?
1: Oh yeah, no no, no worries, man. Um yeah, just basically like what what what, what do you got cuz yeah, I know you said this is your first night in a hotel. Um what is your what is what is your setup like to to ride a bicycle uh from coast to coast? as far as shelter, food, uh, supplies, things like that, what do you carry and what are the things that you buy when you're in town or things like that?
3: Um, so we'd be basically when we get in town and stuff, we just uh, buy more food. If we really need to, we would, um, buy like gas tanks for our camping stoves. Right. But, uh, yeah, other than that. So you're you carrying know, carry, all this like, stuff on supplies. your...
1: Are you guys carrying all this stuff on your back or do you have rack setups on your bike to help with uh, some of the
0: weight?
2: Okay. Let's
4: just do the phone call.
3: Hey, Zach. Hello.
2: You like it? Oh. What? You want to call? I don't
3: think it's working.
2: Goddamn best Western Wi-Fi. <laughs>
4: Yeah, this Western WiFi. Is the best. Yeah. We're gonna switch the video off so it's just a phone call. That way we'll have better connection. 10-4.
1: Alright, we'll
4: see if that works. Sounds good. Um. Better. So aside from like getting snacks and like our food and uh, gas supply once in a while whenever we need it Um, because we only carry like three days maybe five days worth of food on us Um, because we're coming across stuff so frequently.
1: Right. And do you guys guys carry uh, all this on your back or do you guys have some sort of a rack set up on the bikes themselves to help kind of distribute the weight?
3: We got a back rack and a front rack so we have two set of panniers which are just saddlebags oh that's cool and we put our food in just like our medical supplies or like cleaning supplies in the front then our backs were actually the most emptiest and whatever we could put in our back is just small amounts including our uh, tents and spare tires and such nice
1: how um how how much do you think how much how, what's the weight do you think of the uh, of the setup at its at its max um Ex, as far as the extra stuff goes in comparison to just riding the bike by itself
4: so my bike particularly Mine's um, 25 pounds without anything on it um, but I've got some pretty big weighty stuff in there I suppose. It's probably got an extra forty-five pounds on it, wow, at the most.
2: <laughs> Which is crazy. When so you're you lugging
1: around that. a small child from one end of the country to the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. man. That's savage. That's awesome.
2: Sean, how much do you think that your your bike's weighing right now? When you... and also another good question. So now that you're not going to have Nico, is there anything extra that you're going to have to carry?
3: Um, Not really extra. I'm actually giving Nico some stuff to carry back home.
2: You two make no sense. This dude is (laughs) an animal. You guys confuse
1: the fuck out of me. He's he he he's he's going solo and he's giving stuff (laughs) back. He's like, nah, nah, I don't need this. Nah, nah, I'm good. Guys and well, well, I don't really
3: need to carry a tripod with me. I got, I got the camera just in my hands and I could just set it down if I really wanted to make, do something with it. Gotcha. But other than that, my bike uh, weighs about probably the same as Nico, or just like 2 or 3 pounds less than Nico's. Okay. So like 22 pounds or yeah, 25 range.
2: Yeah, and then you probably have the equivalent of a small baby on yours as
3: well. Oh yeah. Actually, that would be
2: a large baby. That, b- that would be large. That would large. be a large as fuck baby. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's like a <laughs> like a
1: mini sumo wrestler. It's like a six year.
2: <laughs> it would be small, small, small toddler, <laughs> large as fuck baby. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what that would be. Um, hey guys, I just want to do a quick plug for everyone listening. Um, guys, I just want to say, please listen to us on the iTunes podcast store, the Google Play store, and if you want, check us out at KeepItAverage.com. We have a bunch of merch there. You can learn about all the Joes, and you can also listen to our episodes there and on SoundCloud as well. We are, li- we are talking with the super rad Nico and Sean, who are doing their epic bike venture across the entire country, from Massachusetts all the way to California. We've talked a lot so far and we're going to keep doing it. And then af- after that, we're going to get into the TSPN sports update a little bit later. So, Nico, I wanted to talk to you, actually, talk to you both just about, I don't know, like setbacks that you, 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 I don't even know how I really want to word that. Like setbacks that you, you saw coming or that you didn't see coming. Like, your your trip so far right now like what was what was something that you didn't really expect to happen to you and how did you persevere through that
4: um I don't even know honestly everything's been going pretty smooth besides um actually you can talk about your digger (laughs) A digger,
2: yeah, can we not be racist yeah, oh, on, on uh, the internet, please? <laughs> oh, yeah, even if you say it louder, it's a still racist.
1: Dig with a D, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go on, DF <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs>
4: Um No, so we stopped at a lock, uh, I want to say yesterday, and um. Decided to have some lunch and uh, went on a little hike that we got to see a little bit of history that I'll be on a video later on for Sean. Shout out to Sean's uh,
2: podcast. I'm sorry, shout out to Sean's YouTube channel. Sean, what's the name of your YouTube channel? It's called uh, Travels with Sean. Travels with Sean. Follow that
1: shit, son.
2: All right, go on, Nico. What were you saying?
4: And um, so on the way down to the lock that we decided to check out, um, you go down this super, like, switchback friggin' concrete downhill. So we rode the bikes down, and, uh, right after we ate, we were on our way up, and Sean's like, I'm gonna try riding up this. And here I am, fucking laughing at him, and I showed a walk up, I'm like, good luck, bro, that shit was hard enough going down, I had a walk. I-, I didn't even make it on the bike. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I turn around and see this dude rolling on the ground with his bike on top of him. But I'll let him talk <laughs> Listen to, this. Listen to this.
3: Right, so I made it down this part where it's down and you got to zigzag through the locks. But then I was like, oh, I'm going to ride back up it. As I'm going back on my bike, I fall with my bike. I don't know what happened. I think my kickstand was either on or my handlebars were on reverse. But yeah, I dropped with my bike and the pedal actually hit my ankle. And part of my pedal stabbed right into part of my shins. Ooh. And you can see the tissue, just a little bit of part of the tissue. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to uh, bandage so, my. Uh, so quick, dude, question, Yeah, quick qu- wait, I, wait, I
2: wait, actually, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Quick question for you: How the fuck would your handlebars be on backwards?
4: <laughs> Not on backwards, but they were spun all the way yeah, around. If you, if you spin oh, so the cables
1: oh, were it. bound up on the stem, I think is what he's saying. It You, you go a full rotation yeah. in one direction.
2: Maybe you two shouldn't be riding cross-country. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or either that, or you have really good weed.
0: <laughs> 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 this is how my bike goes, man. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Forget uh, to you know straighten up your handlebars bad. afterwards. But, yeah, man, it was, it was pretty rad. Um, that was... A little bit of a setback, you know, just patching up and, uh, just yeah.
3: Yeah, we, <laughs> we actually rode thirty-one miles that day, and I actually had to call it quits yesterday, just cause I, I thought I was gonna pass out, and yeah,
2: yeah. it, it was a lot, dude.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine. Now, what do you what do you guys take as far as um? For food and things like that, because I could, I can only imagine the amount of calories that you're burning throughout the course of the day. Even on a, like you said, that 31 miles, you know, and you said you're gonna try and go as much as 80. Uh, what's a usual diet like when you're trying to do a,
3: um, a uh, vast amount of distance like that? When it comes down to that, you actually just gotta know your body and how much like your body would need calories. So if you're, if you're biking or just, like, anything active, like hiking and such, you would need to intake more calories than the usual daily
5: values. Right. So you're talking like Chef RD, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's,
1: ac- that's actually a really good point because do you take – do you try to – now, you guys personally, um, do you guys find it easier to take in? Do you guys process carb- carbohydrates better, or do you do more of, like, a fat-based diet or a, a little bit of a
3: mixture of both? Uh, a little bit of a mixture, of both, for sure. When it comes to that, you really can't really care about what you eat. I mean, Nico's a pescatarian, so he would actually would want to eat a lot of fish or just like something like that.
4: Yeah. So for yeah. me, particularly, I like focus on carbs. So uh, for dinner, I'm trying to eat like a lot of pasta and rice. Um, you know, more than it's supposed to be. Uh, um but like for breakfast you're talking like oatmeal or some type of breakfast bars and yeah
3: um we actually got creative with breakfast the other day we had, uh put oatmeal with bananas with honey and we had some crumpled bread that I bought <laughs> it was actually a loaf of bread that turned into crumbled bread and we that's had cool. some butter and uh yeah
1: I can I, I would imagine that it's probably difficult to kind of pack, for that stuff, too, because it's not like you guys can be toting around, you know, steaks and chicken and stuff like that that you have to keep on ice. So you're going to have to be conscious of your refrigeration for all your proteins as well.
0: Yeah.
3: Sure. I actually, mean, it's funny because as you mentioned, that like the people that we got to stay over, they actually cooked us some meals and it was just, it was good. I, I actually got to eat a hamburger. I got to eat a. Uh, Hot dogs. Hot dogs, macaroni, and we actually went to, like, one diner. And today we went to a restaurant, but, yeah.
2: So, here's the question of the day, okay? And hear me oh out. Oh,
3: Jesus, he's got a
1: big smirk on his face. <laughs> Let a rip, Tater Jim.
2: So, just like professional athletes use steroids to enhance their performance, would you guys consume marijuana to enhance your eating performance so that way you get more calories in your body (laughs) thus you can ride further um Um,
3: actually riding further did help um every time we took a puff or two or whatever
4: or two yeah (laughs) or or twelve whatever (laughs) um so yeah like for me particularly it definitely helped out with my knee um during certain points um but, I mean, there were certain days, you know, you just get in a rhythm after smoking and listening to music. But as for eating, nah, I mean, if you're hungry, you're fucking hungry on this trip, man. <laughs> you're going to eat.
2: So you heard it here first. Smoking yeah, it's like, weed it's helps. Take like a
3: natural high when you're.
2: Smoking weed helps you ride your bike.
3: It's, true. it's a true, it's a true s- fact.
2: It's truest statement I've heard all day. The lag. That lag. Hey, Zach. What? Yeah.
4: If you shut off the camera on your side, I don't know how to. I think that'll help as well. You just gotta hit the little camera button.
1: Hit
3: it. Boop. Hit it real
1: good.
2: I just hit that camera button.
4: What do you? Now,
3: now everything's clear, right?
2: Don't worry. We're only like 45 minutes into the show. (laughs) (laughs) Listen,
1: man. We've had two weeks (laughs) off almost. We're getting back into the
0: flow of
3: things here. Aid. Yeah. You gotta send us more shirts.
2: Yeah, send you more shirts. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, you guys. I got. I, so, speaking of that,
1: that's a good. Oh, I'm sorry. i sorry to interrupt you, Zach. Keep so going. That's a
2: we actually just have the means now of printing um, Average Joe's podcast merch on site, so we can make whatever the fuck we want now and send it to you guys, and you guys can. Yeah. R- r- rock whatever you want And
1: if you guys are listening out there If you if you want a custom Average Joe's Podcast t-shirt You can email Zach At com, And we will make you a custom One-off Average Joe's Podcast t-shirt of your choosing
5: I think actually Zach you should send him Like a giant vanilla Envelope of stickers And have them tag everything
2: Yeah, actually, so that was uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to get that was because I wanted to do that exact thing. Okay. So that way they can fucking boom, 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 just put AJP
5: shit everywhere. Slapping stop signs as they ride by.
2: Right. So we're going to get on that. We're going to get to uh, the mass production of Average Joe's content material, and we'll link up and we'll figure out where you guys, where we can mail it to, um, preferably in Ohio.
1: It'll be in a neighborhood near you, whether you like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but speaking oh, yeah. of speaking of the clothing uh how rough is that uh, i assume you guys are probably sweating your nutsack off
2: so nico tell mike what you packed
4: which one of us the clothes
2: nico tell mike what you packed <laughs>
4: um i changed it up from our previous talk it was glorious listen i i I had no idea. I, uh, <laughs> like I said, I was procrastinating and I packed the day before. Uh, <laughs> and, um,
2: that seems like that's uh, exactly what you want to do. Pack the day before
4: I ended up, I ended up bringing three pairs of boxers, including the ones I was wearing.
2: Okay. That's better. so Mike, originally Nico was only going to pack one pair of boxers.
1: Well, I don't wear boxers, so that wouldn't be
2: <laughs> the
5: look on
4: Sean's uh, face right uh... now. <laughs>
2: you disgust me every
1: day.
5: Do you? Do you chafe? I had a real chafing. No, experience. absolutely not. Saying. Absolutely not. I had a those real...
1: pants that you give me, the your old retired work pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. wonderful on the ball bag. They breathe nice. Really, they're very soft on the shaft
5: too. So when I was working in the yard today, so sorry to get off topic, but. I had a serious <laughs> chafing issue. Like this is the first time I've used baby powder in my life, and I had a rip in my my boxers, and my thighs were just on fire, dude. Like I'm talking, I'm talking like fire engine red raw. Uh,
0: like
1: when we, when we go home, I have this skin salve. It works amazing. Is it called your tongue? No, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. I'll give it to you. I use it sometimes, right in the butthole. Works great. Here. It's wonderful.
5: Well, this
2: escalated quick quickly. All right, back to biking. Back to biking, Sean. What did you pack for uh, clothes?
3: Um, I brought two pair of shorts. I had three pair of boxers, and I just threw one away because the overweight thing. Kind of regret that, but uh, I have two pairs right now, and a rain jacket and one down jacket. Yeah, cause those
2: boxers, you know, they are they're so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Well, I mean, you got
1: to think too. The more shit you bring, the more shit you're gonna go through, and then the more shit you're gonna have to wash. I mean, I mean, how often do you guys use like a laundry mat or whatever, or do you just deal with the? Do you just learn to live with the stench?
2: I'm just worried about them getting MRSA, bro. <laughs> you can't get MRSA from yourself, man. You can't. I'm pretty
1: sure you can't.
5: Uh, um. <laughs> we I'll actually have something new every day. Listen, if Waste Management costs me anything, i got to recycle.
1: I mean, I am not a medical <laughs> expert. I'm not a medical expert, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you have a way better chance. I mean, unless they're spooning at night and they're, like, rubbing nut sacks together, then maybe they might get MRSA, but...
2: That's how you keep warm in a Best Western.
1: Oh, uh, yes. Single twin? Single twin in there? Do you there, Or do they give you a couple queens? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Uh, there's two single beds. Oh, look at two that. Queens. Balling out of control.
1: Two queens. Oh good for, good for you guys. I was, I was
5: hoping for the good old sleeper sofa. <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: that's what I figured a best Western would be. It would just be like a pull-out futon.
5: <laughs>
2: pull-out futon and a tube TV. Mike was hoping that you were sleeping nuts to butts.
1: Why would Why would I? Why would I hope for that, sir? Why would I hope for that? I don't know. I love I these dudes. Would've. I mean, if that's what they're
2: into, that's what they're into. <laughs> they want to do that. I don't know. Maybe
1: the heat goes out.
2: Nobody knows. Right. It's like that ob- obscure reference uh, without a paddle when they didn't make a ha- they couldn't make a fire, so they had to snuggle up with one another. That's
1: a good point. It's a great underrated movie. Yes. Without a paddle. This is severely underrated. Underrated. Movie. Yep. Yeah.
2: Hundred yeah. percent.
1: Never seen it. what? Exactly my point
2: you never seen Without a Paddle?
5: Never had the interest. Dang.
1: Damn, ah. Daniel. Have you guys seen Without that's a like Paddle? A, that's like a daytime Comedy Central movie right there. That's how you know it's what? mediocre. Without a Paddle?
2: <laughs> yeah, Without a Paddle. All right, I'll take that silence as no, you have not seen Without a Paddle. <laughs> that's all right. Not everyone has. Ask Kyle. Nah. But, guys... I know that the internet connection isn't super great, and we have some other shit that we have to get to. So, Nico and Sean, I wanna keep in touch with. I, I don't what in know, the world? What was that?
0: They're trying. Are you set trying the to
2: serenade us?
0: <laughs>
4: I thought you'd like that.
2: Thing. I don't even know what it was.
4: It was a song from Without a Battle.
2: Well, it sounded all like choppy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's just got bits and pieces in there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I was saying that, so guys, you know, with the internet being as shitty as it is, I don't want to keep this going on for too much longer. I do want to, however, keep in touch with you guys on this journey. So I would like to say that next time when we link up, it will be with Sean in ohio and nico will be back in the studio with us talking about this awesome journey that sean's still continuing guys i want to say thank you so much for coming on to the show and just inspiring me inspiring mike and by kyle silence definitely inspiring him fact (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh. if there's anything that you want to say to our Average Joe's listeners before we, we sign off and move on to the TSPN Sports Update. I suggest you do it right now. Yeah,
1: shout out your social media, all that stuff. Any way people can get in touch with you.
4: Um, for me, I, I mean, I would honestly just say, for instance, like how I'm always saying, just go for what you want to do. Like, um, my plan was not to stop and turn back home, you know. Um, I had a goal to do this whole thing, 5,000 miles, and I wasn't cut out for this first part here, And uh, but I still tried it, and it was a fucking blast, so go for anything you want.
2: And, dude, I have full faith that you're going to get back on on trail. I really do. I think that your knees are going to get all right. You just got to heal them up a little bit, and then I think you're going to link up with Sean past Ohio and... You're gonna get after it.
1: Get some fish oil in you, lube up those joints. Right. You'll be good to go.
2: Right. And until then, come hang out with you know the AJP crew. We're gonna have a heckin' good time, and you know we'll just we'll get after it. Sean, dude, is there anything that you? Oh would yeah. like... sounds great. You guys. Sean, is there anything that you would like to say before we sign
3: off? All right. Um, I just want to say thank you, Nico. Literally for just like coming this far on our journey and I am, I am sad that you do have to leave but again you tried your best and yeah i really do hope at some point you come across the journey again no bro all right but uh yeah if you're ever listening to a a average podcast just uh drink a uh, cup of coffee can't even talk right now dude <laughs> 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 all right boys well
2: you get some you, you get some rest smoke another one and we'll talk soon in ohio peace later dudes oh boy well we're uh, not done but
1: i know i i, I gotta grab my chew.
2: they <laughs> <laughs> minus the severely shitty internet connection that the Best Western provides.
1: Best Western, step your Wi-Fi game up. Come on, this is 2018. Let's go. Get
5: your shit together.
2: Right, I'm pretty sure that Wi-Fi would have been better on a Delta flight.
5: You get Wi-Fi on flights?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you have to pay for it. But you do get Wi-Fi on
5: flights. What if I have an unlimited plan?
2: Ooh. Ooh. I have an unlimited plan too, but I don't think that cellular...
1: Yeah, they got something. Don't they have something in the plane that kind of shuts it off or whatever? I don't, I don't know. Ow! <laughs> oh,
2: God <laughs> damn it. Be a little easier with that thing. I don't know. I think that's super rad, though, what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And the fact that Sean's going to do it alone now. That's ballsy
1: as fuck, which, dude.
2: Dude, that's how this whole thing started was, I think it was a year or two ago, he just was like, dude, I'm just gonna go for it, and and he went by himself originally on a 1972 Schwinn, no joke. God bless him. No joke, a 1972 Schwinn, and he did it by himself, and he made it all the way to Ohio before he was like, I think I got to turn around.
1: How far? How how many how many miles is that? If you had to hazard a guess, uh,
2: hang on one second. I'm gonna guess it's six, probably
5: six seven hundred. No, I'd more say it's, than it's, that. It's around thousand. It'd probably be around a thousand. <sighs>
2: mass to ohio in miles 9 oh,
5: 614 miles yeah i was going to wow say, i was way off
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was going
1: to say cuz ohio's not a far drive kyle actually but meant but on a meant, bicycle
2: fuck man kyle meant in kilometers 988 oh, yeah. yes. kilometers yes. i go
5: i go by the kilometers he
2: is european if we we are tell. the
1: only. We are the only country that's stupid enough to still not use the metric system. So can I tell you? I can't blame him for right. for converting. Kyle's converted himself to. Converted. to the metric system.
2: Yes, to the metro system. You
1: ever wondered that? Why do we use this system of <laughs> like thirty seconds and sixty fourths? Because it's better. That's when why you can and just America when you can just say one,
2: two. It would, make a lot, it would make a lot more sense to be like the rest of the world in this case, right?
1: No. It actually would. Right. No. It actually I would. I agree. The metric system
2: is easier. No. But unfortunately, <laughs> we have people like Kyle over here who is, this is America. No. America's the best, which <laughs> I agree with. America is the best. That is fact. But. No. It's a known fact. We can still improve on our game when we it comes can. to we measurements. We can step your game
1: up.
5: No. We're, we're already there. We've already reached the pinnacle of the game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Nico said, thanks for let, letting him on. He just sent me a text. I think next time we're just going to call him and I'm going to plug that in yeah. because the internet yeah, situation. The, yeah. Hey, but you know what? You learn from your mistakes, right? Exactly. Exactly. Don't call someone in upstate New York when
1: they're uh, in a best Western. <laughs> <laughs> the, first,
2: first mistake, they should have went to a Holiday Inn Express.
5: Yes.
1: Yes. I can neither confirm nor deny on that because I do not frequent motels, they terrify me.
2: So what do you think? Should we get the uh Theodore Mosby on? I think on the it's stroke? I think
1: it's time.
5: I is think it it's I think it it's time. Get him on. I need, I missed him last week. Is it about that time? It is. Boop, 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 boop,
2: boop. And he doesn't answer. What is he doing?
5: What Jer- is he doing?
2: Jerking off. What's up, kid? What up, buttercup? Yeah. Ooh, look, he's got, a, he's got a real mic now. Come over here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Hold, a, hold
1: on.
7: Check hold out on. this
2: motherfucker. He's got a real like
7: a mic.
5: A <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Balling out of control. Balling out of control. That's yeah. outstanding.
2: You, s- On a scale from one to bag of dicks, you don't sound like a bag of dicks now.
7: <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, subtle ball gargling, that's good. Subtle? <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs>
1: quote of the day, subtle ball gargling.
2: <laughs> you do have a lot of background noise, though.
5: Do you got a fan on, Ted? Is no, nothing's on it. Nothing
7: right now. You might
5: get the occasion. A fan, a vibrator, a any other thing of that sort.
2: That's weird. I don't. I don't understand. I'm
1: not picking up. Did you get one of those vibrating fleshlights, and did you leave it on under your bed?
5: <laughs> oh, no, I'd be using it right now. <laughs> what about? Do you have a massage chair?
7: Fuck sports. I gotta come. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that is the quote of the night. <laughs> fuck, fuck sports. I gotta come. Uh, Priorities. No comma.
0: <laughs>
1: So what's up? So what's up, Teddy? Sorry we uh, we bailed on you the last few times.
2: Wait, can we tell that story real quick? <laughs> Go ahead, Mike, because I felt terrible.
1: Oh yeah, oh, it was good. <laughs> yeah, no, that was bad. <laughs> well, the, the 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 Zach was Zach was on vacation with his family. Um, took his family out on a nice camping trip last weekend, and me, uh, being the third string sports director. Uh, a, uh, and I completely forgot to notify Ted that we were not on the air that evening, and he came in all hot and heavy with a bunch of notes and research, and the kid was uh ready to go, and we fucked him, so we owe him uh we owe him one tonight. So
2: what, at what time, real quick? Mike. Uh, 10:30 p.m. So at ten our time at 10:30 p.m.
1: Um, East Coast time, East Coast time, whatever that is. I don't know what that is in the
5: central United States, but (laughs) it's only only an hour difference.
2: Poor poor Ted from the TSPN sports update calls Mike and says, hey, are we going to be doing the show or uh, what's going on? (laughs) So he was up waiting by his microphone, had his laptop ready and we fucked him right in the ass. And Ted, I'm sorry. How'd you like it? How'd you like it, Ted?
5: Uh, it looks
7: pretty good. <laughs> That's a flashlight. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Have you has uh, have any of you guys ever used one of those?
5: <laughs> Negative. I,
7: honestly, I've been asking Anna if I can have one. Saul would know every
5: time. Why? Would, why does she have to know if you have one? Yeah, why do you ask
2: permission? And what's the difference? I mean, why would she
1: have oh, a problem those with it? Are weird, man.
5: They I mean, if you weird, yeah, that's why people, you just do things.
1: <laughs> what's the difference? I mean, you jerk off anyways. I yeah, mean, if
7: maybe I don't want to feel calluses anymore. Man, there's nothing nothing beats the good old callus, it man. Oh, and dude, the strange, hey. and the stranger doesn't work anymore. <laughs>
1: so uh, it's good to know that I'm not the only one that gets a rough spot in his dick every now and again. You ever yeah. beat off without lube for like three days straight? You go um, a little, you go like a little too hard in the morning. <laughs> no, I'm serious, dude. Don't go too hard in the paint.
5: <laughs> you don't, <laughs> don't do it. Uh, <laughs> keeping it on sports, I like it. <laughs> you can't,
1: dude. I'm serious.
2: Why are you using paint when you jerk off? I'm confused.
7: Explains the lead poisoning. It's a box.
1: It's a boxing out for a rebound reference, Zach.
2: <laughs> yes, I know.
1: Anyways, oh, basketball Teddy. Basketball uh, so, so, we're going to we're going to get this ball we're going to get this ball rolling here and we're going to go right off the bat with something <laughs> very near and dear Hold to on. mine and Ted's heart.
2: Hold on. Basically, what oh, I heard Jesus there Christ. is Mike Jerks off when he watches men's basketball.
5: Fact. Mm.
2: That's what I heard.
7: Like we all love Danny Ainge, dude, but nothing. <laughs> 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 hey, listen
1: man, trader Danny he doesn't fuck Probably around.
7: green teamers, man.
0: <laughs>
1: I can't stand him. I cannot stand him. If you're a Celtics fan, oh, God, God help you. Hopefully you're sane. I think everyone in Ma- – every, anyone that calls themselves a Celtics fan this day and age should go have a psychi- psychiatric exam, and you should you should have to pass to be able to consider yourself a Celtics fan because these people are know. fucking delusional. Why? Why? Because people that follow the Boston Celtics are not they're 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 about three steps above New England Patriots fans. New England Patriots fans have been conned into this whole in Bill We Trust thing. Celtics fans have been doing that since <laughs> the Larry Bird days. All right? and it's it's mind blowing how numb these people are when it comes to reality versus what, what they have concocted in their brain about what how good their team actually is.
2: I don't know. I think that they're... The, look at what the Celtics did, dude. They play in the shittiest conference
1: in the shittiest... Most one sided sport in the world.
2: And how far did they take it against one of arguably the best player?
1: Not far enough because you're not good enough.
2: They played with their scrubs, bro.
1: And their scrubs aren't good enough. That's okay, why but, they're scrubs.
2: But should they be that good to I'm sorry, what they take, Ted? They took the Celtics took that series seven games, correct? Yes.
7: Okay. Okay.
2: So you're telling me that the
1: the b- only chance the Celtics have to make the NBA Finals is the year LeBron retires.
2: No,
5: they're gonna sign him. It's the year that oh, they sign be- LeBron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then there we go again. The delusional Celtics fan. LeBron is not coming to Boston. I think you he's. Could, you not, could see him. He's yeah. not even gonna consider it. it. He's, that is going to be a brush off of his shoulder. He's going to look at that offer, and he is going to laugh, and he's going to walk somewhere else. He's going to go to a place that has, oh, I don't know, nice weather, uh, better team.
2: But that's not what he's about, dude. People aren't going to – oh, really? No,
1: LeBron's really? going to go to the Pelicans the whole, and he's going the to take the whole, ship. The whole I'm taking my talent to South Beach statement –
2: that doesn't mean anything to anyone. I I think that that for him was I'm taking because look at who he was going to be able to surround himself with there. Well, yeah, you had Chris, listen, he
1: had Chris he had Chris Bosh he ogre. had Dwayne Wade all right and Oka, and uh, what, what who was the dude that you said I don't know I don't follow basketball. Oh, I thought you said a name. Had,
5: no, I was ra- rating those guys on their their productivity. <laughs> but what I'm saying
2: is so, LeBron is gonna. First off, LeBron turned down going to Brooklyn when literally the owners of the the, the, the Nets said, you're going to be the first billionaire basketball player when you come here. And they were going to make him a billionaire to come there. He turned that down money-wise to go back to Cleveland because he felt like he was going to be able to win a championship in Cleveland. Yeah. I think that LeBron James is going to go wherever he feels like is b- the best place for him to be able to win as many championships as possible.
1: That's why he's going to go to the Golden State Warriors. Weather
2: doesn't nope. weather doesn't matter to him. He can vacation wherever the fuck he wants, own as many houses as he wants, but at the end of the day, he's a competitive athlete, and he's going to do whatever it fucking takes To make sure that he's winning as many championships as possible. If that meant, wait, and if that means him going to Boston, which I don't necessarily think it does, but if that means him going to Boston, he's going to do it. Personally, I. And
7: he's not going to Golden State. He's not going to. The backlash that KD has gotten since he has pulled that move, there's no way in hell LeBron is going to do that. He's I don't, going to Philadelphia or uh, he's going to Boston.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't see a sink. Th- all right. Philadelphia out. Done. Junk. Because look at that team. That team led the, That team set the record two years ago for losses. All right? Yeah. I don't care what they did this year. I don't care. I don't give a shit. They fucking suck. The Philadelphia 76ers <laughs> are still one of the shittiest teams in all of professional basketball. And And there is, human beings. Yeah. And their their fans are assholes. (laughs) They're all just stuffing their faces with Philly cheesesteaks. They have no fucking idea what's going on. They're buried in (laughs) snow for like nine months of the year. They're all angry cunts.
2: (laughs) Fuck you, fools.
1: So that's over. That's done. He's not going to, at this point in his career, he's not going to go to a place that has horrible fans Horrible location isn't going to pay him shit because nobody goes to the fucking games. and They don't make shit. So he and and on top of all that, he's going to have to start over and build a franchise from the bottom up at this point in his career. No, not going to happen. He's not going to go to he's not going to go to Boston because what a lot a lot of this whole. Oh, Boston's that little that spunky little team with a good bench. Yeah. Big fucking deal, big fucking deal.
7: All the more reason for him to come to Boston because he doesn't have to do shit. The set, is, the base is already built. He has to. He, all he has to do is let everybody else do most of the work for him. Uh. He's purely ring chasing now. Now he's, he's already broken every single. Then if he's
1: ring chasing, why is he not going to Golden Shaking.
7: State? He's chasing Jordan. Now. Then
1: Boston he's going to Golden State. If that's the, if that's the argument for where LeBron's going, then there's only one place for him to go.
7: Yeah, but he's not gonna to go to Golden State because of how much shit the KD is getting. Cause KD, was a bitch move. And even though LeBron beat Golden State that one time, he lost to them two or three other times. So it's still gonna be seen as, oh look at that, like well, you know he's a little bitch now just like KD because he took the easier.
1: That's what they all do. That's what they all do, and
7: man. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think I, I think a great spot for
1: him to go, personal. Oh, sorry, sorry, Ted, go on.
7: No, that's fine. But I just don't see him going to Golden State. I think at this point, even the players in the NBA are getting fucking sick of Golden State. Yeah. Like, I think the rest of the league is like, okay, this is getting fucking old. Like, we need to do something. What I'm about sure Houston? I'm uh, not stern, but uh, the uh, commissioner is probably kind of kicking himself. Like, uh, maybe letting this super team thing happen wasn't a good idea. Because it's totally diluting our
1: yeah. What about Yeah. Uh, what about Houston? What if he goes there and teams up with James Harden?
7: I don't think he'd like it. I mean, I think he might do it, but at the end of the day, I don't think he'd like it because I don't think Harden. Harden's a purely offensive player. He's not exactly a great defensive player. Right. I don't. You know, I think he'd do well with CP3, but Harden is the only player I would be worried about. You know, and can Houston in a market be able to bring the players that are going to be necessary to win? I just don't.
1: I think though honestly dude I I mean you look back at, at the course of uh history in basketball there's only the, look at look at Michael Jordan. Yes, he he had some we w- we'll call them I w- I would call them good players. Scottie Pippen. Um you know, uh he had um Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Dennis Rodman in Rodman. his prime.
7: really important to those goals.
1: And they were good players. They were good players. They were not great players. They were no by any stretch of the means were they Hall of Famers? They were not franchise players. They were good foundational pieces. But the big thing was the fact that they had Michael Jordan, who changed the game. So I think I think that the the the, the team that's gonna you put LeBron on any team, that's the team that if you had if I had to put money on a team winning an NBA championship, I'm putting it on whatever team LeBron plays for.
7: Yeah. But at the same token, though, also, to your Michael Jordan point, Michael Jordan didn't win an NBA championship until Scottie Pippen joined the Bulls and got Dennis Rodney, too. So, I mean, I think, I mean, but also, that's back in the 90s, so it's definitely a different era of
1: basketball. Oh, yeah, it's know, a completely know, different game.
7: Hero like ball and small ball shit. Nobody's right. really playing. Team, just kicking it out to the sharpest shooter on the floor and, you know. Right. It's definitely one of those things where he'll need a lot of pieces around him, but I do think Boston offers him that with Gordon Hayward, with Porford on the floor. Yeah. You know, having that offer or uh, having Tatum and um, Eric Bledsoe and everybody else on the floor with him, I definitely feel like it's a chance. I'm with Zach. I don't think it'll probably happen, but I definitely think he'll consider it. More than people think.
1: Do you think that the coaching staff in um, Boston is as much of a draw as the media makes it out to be?
7: Fuck yes. I think Brad Stevens is one of the best coaches in the league. I think maybe behind Popovich and Kerr, he is definitely at number three.
1: I don't know, dude. I don't. Well, see, I, I agree with you when it comes to Popovich, but I really question Steve Kerr because. Well, I, I think that question. I think that the office just kind of because I I don't know it's it's just my take on it but I think that head coaches in the NBA are more or less just kind of there this this day and team age team I don't really think they're very impactful
7: and I don't disagree, especially with Kerr, You do have a point, because I remember there were a lot of articles on, like, SB Nation stuff that spoke about it, where Curry basically would just hand them a clipboard and would just kind of stand there and watch, you know, Curry and KD and Iguodala and those guys just write up a play on the clipboard. Right. Didn't even, he didn't even say anything. Yeah. just there. And I think it's the same thing with Tyron Lue, or Tyvon Lue, or whatever. It I don't think he even coached. I think it was just, like, LeBron basically telling everybody where he wanted them to be. Granted, it didn't work with J.R. Smith in fucking game one. What a fucking idiot. I can't believe he did that to this day. But right. still, I do see your point. But I think Stevens is one of those guys where he's like Popovich, where he actually has a set play, and he knows what he's doing, and he's actually trying to coach them, coach them. Right. You know, but I definitely can see where Kerr is just like, okay, you guys know what the fuck you're doing. I don't need to tell you anything. I'm just going to be rah-rah and be like... The male cheerleader and you
1: guys just write shit up. and you just it. Right. Nor does he even. have to? Yeah, I mean, with, yeah, like you said, with that with that starting five that they put out every game, then there there really is no reason for a head coach on that team.
0: Yeah,
1: they it's it's a for- <laughs> it's a waste of money. <laughs> yeah,
7: it's literally Y M C A basketball, just whatever.
1: So, go you. Uh, you sent me you sent me a picture yesterday. Or maybe the day before, rather. Oh yes. yes uh, let's easy. get on. Let's get on that. I know you're. You're probably all hot and bothered on that. You want to send oh, out gosh. a. Con- you want to send out a congratulation uh, uh, statement to our f- our our shared favorite hockey player.
7: I want to send out a great congratulations to Pepper Rene, who has finally won the uh, Vesna. Uh, he won it last night. Um, it was pretty great. I think it's definitely awesome that he got some recognition for the player he is. Um, There's a few other players. I'm very happy. Uh, Taylor Hall won the Hart Award. Fuck you, Shirelli. You're an idiot. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Truer words were never spoken, sir. (laughs) Exactly.
7: Uh, Victor Hedman won the... I think it's the Norris.
1: Norris is what? um, Defense, right? Yeah, defenseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Best... Yeah, best... Is that, is that best offensive or best offensive defense? Because I know there's different no, that, awards for um, different defensive categories.
7: Technically, it's the best defenseman, but the last like ten years has been the best offensive defenseman. Seeing as Dowdy's name has been fucking plastered on
2: it. Right.
7: Um. So yeah, he won the uh, the Norris. Um. Connor McDavid took the uh, Ted Lindsay and the Art Ross, which is well deserved because he literally he actually scored.
1: Almost 80% of Edmonton's points last year. That's he insane. 80%, 80% of your scoring production from one player. And
7: people, yeah, and the sad part is is people think he's overrated.
1: <sighs> That's insane, dude. Well, I, I mean, now, now why do you think people say that? Do you think people say that because he has nothing else to surround himself with and he's the only one that can well, do anything? Or is he legitimately that good?
7: No, he's that good, but I feel like people expect him to be like... Because everyone tries to compare him to Crosby, which has been the whole thing since he started, since he was playing in the Toronto Junior Leagues up in Canada, is that he was going to be the next Crosby. So because Crosby automatically turned that team around in Pittsburgh, right? Like really it's not really fair because he still had Lemieux playing with him. So it's kind of not totally fair to compare because really, Connor didn't really have any mentors. Yeah, um, he
1: had one of the best people, one of the one yeah. of the best players in NHL history to yeah. to, but, to to yeah, follow.
7: Paul had to take a wudging team at eighteen on his shoulders, all on his own, and he has done. Yeah, they haven't won as much because of it, but it's kind of hard to win when you're eighty percent of the offense. Your goaltending is good, and you have an above average or slightly below average defenseman in your roster. Right, like. I can see where you'd like, okay, well, how can he win the Lindsay and be the MVP of the league if they didn't make the playoffs? But it's like, it's a team game. There are five guys, including a goalie out in the ice that all have to play just as up, to, at least close to that level, or if not at that level, he doesn't have it. You know, like, it's kind of hard for you guys to win. You're putting, no offense, Milan Lucic on the top line with who we know is Milan is a power forward. He's a thumper. L-
2: uh, L- that's my brother.
7: <laughs> I love that guy. I still miss him. But, um, I
2: miss Luch so much. Yeah,
7: I miss miss him so much. But I'm, yeah, I I definitely think it's unfair for Connor to be compared to Crosby because Crosby had a little bit more help than he did. I think,
2: I think that Connor McDavid is a better is gonna be a, if not already is a better hockey player than Crosby.
7: Yeah, but I don't know if it's gonna be single or like individually as a player or. Like His team will. I think that's the question. Is this the team one can benefit from him or is it just going to be statistically he'll be better?
1: That's a really which good point.
7: Look, I, I think he'll be great regardless. He's going to win a Stanley Cup or two. He'll do all the stuff Crosby's done, but just on a higher level. But that's the main part.
2: So here's the question, too. Crosby is the NHL's poster child golden boy golden boy. He can do no wrong. He flops like a wet fucking dead fish out there. Uh, And yeah, so I don't think that Connor McDavid will um, fit that role per se. Like I don't think he's going to be the NHL the next NHL golden child. I don't think so. So will that make him a statistically worse player? than Crosby because he's not gonna get the calls that Crosby does. He's not gonna get, you know, that ease of play that I feel like Crosby gets in the NHL.
1: Yeah.
7: I mean, I guess he, I guess yes and no. I feel like he'll still. Like I said, I, feel, I still think he'll put up good numbers. Yeah. But I do see where you're coming from, and I do agree that he because he's not gonna get as much leeway, or he may not be the guy leeway-wise. He may not have as much success like, around it, like regarding to like, awards and like, Stanley and
1: stuff. So do you see him being as more, more of a um, Ovechkin style player uh, over the course of his career? A guy that has to play for many, many uh, years, is consistently extremely statistically productive, but is yeah. just surrounded by junk for most yes. of his career until his front office finally puts it together yeah. I, or he goes to another team yeah I
7: think he'll be Ovechkin and I think he'll st- he stay in Edmonton they have good players there but once they finally get rid of Shirely and those guys and actually get a GM that's they making get guys in there I feel like he'll...
2: here's what Peter Shirelli should do well, should
1: let, let let Teddy finish his point he was on off, a roll there
5: jump off the bridge
7: but no. um I feel like it's
0: one of those things where he will be a <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> uh,
1: no words him. need to be said. You can smell that in Minnesota.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that shit caught a Canadian updraft and it is there. <laughs> That's the
7: best part is every time he'd come over to the house and he'd fart, Mom would always blame me and Kyle would be like, No mom, that was me. <laughs> I just wanna <laughs> no.
2: Ted, do you think that we'll get through one podcast where you don't reference your mom and or DJ? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Hashtag Average Joe's Podcast, keeping it average. With Ted's mom. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Can we get her on the show?
0: (coughs) No. um, (laughs) 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 Ratings are bad enough as they are.
1: (laughs) Just kidding, Ted. I love mom. I'm just kidding. It's all jokes. It's all jokes.
2: That woman <laughs> hates me.
7: You're all a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> so. Everybody, don't worry about it. But um, anyways, but yeah, I feel like he'll, he'll kind of have an election kind of career. But I feel like he'll have better postseason success than him very well. Or has not.
1: Do you see them keeping mm-hmm. him um as long as possible? or maybe trying to pull, because I was actually thinking about this recently, um, when, uh, Edmonton had, um, <laughs> <laughs> when Edmonton had beer chugger or bong rip. When Edmonton had Gretzky, they traded him off for some assets and a bunch of cash. The uh, they that, felt that it was the...
7: The problem, the problem with that is... They don't have a Mark Messier kind of player next to
1: Connor yet. That's when that's they, a that's a that's a really really good point. I, I didn't I didn't take that into consideration.
7: Cause they did win a cup after after uh, Gretzky left the LA cuz they swept the Bruins in 89,
1: I think. Yeah, um, I think yeah, I think yeah, was it the 88 it or 89 season or 89 into 90, one no. of those. What's that? I said, yeah, you're right. It was either eighty-eight into eighty-nine, or ni- eighty-nine yeah, into ninety. So
7: they only won one more time with Messier before he left for Vancouver, and that was the year that it was the year either I was it either a year or a year after, or two years after they traded Gretzky, where Messier won a couple more times. yeah. So I think if they were to get a Messier-type player, where they could build around Connor with a Messier player, and then. They had enough assets so they can get rid of him. It may happen, but I feel like Connor's gonna do everything he can to stay, because he's that good old Canadian boy that's gonna stick with the team that drafted him and make it work regardless of how shitty it's. Been. I just don't. Do you, do you,
1: do I don't.
2: You, do you think that it, that's true though? I don't know. I think that you know that's a pretty romantic version of. He, I mean, true. he's. I, mean, I think that he'll go where he feels like he's gonna he's going to be able to win a Stanley Cup.
1: And I don't trust a single front office that's run by Peter Chiarelli. No.
2: So back to my point. Here's what Peter Chiarelli should do. He should go to his backyard. He should tie a nice knot. Throw that over his tree branch.
1: And tie it onto his ankle. And tie it onto so, his ankle. So he can't run away. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going with. Thanks for picking up what I was putting down, good sir.
2: <laughs>
1: but no, he that motherfucker, did you, did Peter Chiarelli has traded away more first round draft picks than any other general manager in the history of the NHL combined. Right. Combined.
7: Up, and they all ended up biting him in the ass. Every I guarantee both of them
1: dude I guarantee you somebody goes up to Edmonton with a fresh bag of pucks and like a third round pick Mick David is gone you oh, give him dude. some you give him some brand new pucks maybe a new stick you know maybe maybe you say you Zamboni the ice for free for a couple days he'll sign off on it he doesn't give a fuck
7: My notes there was a joke today because he is looking to trade out of the first round did he have the tenth pick in the first round tomorrow night. And he's looking to trade out for a defenseman. And obviously the main joke is he's sure he's a fucking idiot. So someone saw that, retweeted it, and said, See you later, McQuaid. He would take McQuaid a conditional seventh-round pick for the 10th pick in the NHL draft. We get some great fucking European player. And destroy everybody for years, and he's stuck fucking mowing lawns in fucking Saskatchewan.
1: <laughs> uh, um, do they have lawns in Saskatchewan, or do they just con? No, no do they idea. just constantly just snowplow their driveways? <laughs> uh, Canada sucks. <laughs> Fuck you,
2: Canada. You, you can, can suck, suck my, my dick.
0: dick. <laughs>
2: I'm starting to think that Kyle just comes here to drink beers with headphones on. Because Fact. He doesn't <laughs> say much. <Yeah. laughs> he just puts on the headphones and goes, Wait, ready? This is what Kyle does when he puts on his headphones. Ready? One, two. And he's
0: going to chug a whole beer. <laughs> he's going to
7: do it. <laughs>
2: Hashtag bong hit or beer chug. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Beer, beer <laughs> <junk>. <laughs> 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 Oh, boy. Oh,
2: shit. So, Ted, what else do you have uh, on, for the TSPN sports update that we haven't <laughs> well, talked about?
7: Well, I wanted to talk about the, auto, the uh, drama in Ottawa. Uh, if, in case you guys haven't heard this week... Um,
2: Save your drama for your Ottawa. Go on.
7: <laughs> but, um... There was some drama this week going on between uh, Mike Hoffman and Eric Carlson. Uh, Last season, Eric Carlson and his wife Melinda had a baby boy who unfortunately passed away. Oh, that's terrible. Well, allegedly, Mike Hoffman's fiancé was harassing (coughs) Eric Carlson's wife, including throwing insults about the baby that. And that was one of the main reasons why the team was so terrible, because the locker room was so split because of Hoffman. Well, obviously, a lot of people came to Hoffman's defense. Okay, well, we don't have any proof of that. You know, How can you know? Well, two players um, who used to play in Audible last season, Kyle Turris and um, Andrew Hammond, who were both left after that last season, their wives had came out and said that apparently it's very true, and she... And Hoffman's fiancé was totally obsessed with, you know, Melinda and trying to mock her and ridicule her whenever she could. And Mike Hoffman, this week, was actually traded twice. Uh, first, he was traded to the um, San Jose Sharks for Mikkel Boddicker, which was Doug Wilson was a total salary guy. He totally stole from Ottawa, because Ottawa just takes L's whenever, wherever they And then he was traded from there to Florida for just draft picks. And they thought, okay, cool, you know, we got rid of Hoffman, you know, it's it's great. You can finally, you know, we can get the locker room back. Well, Carlson still wants to leave. Like, I don't even think he has an inclination and he wants to sign an extension. He's totally done with the Ottawa Senators organization. And I just felt like we could talk about that. Me and DJ were talking about this also with a few other players, and how a lot of – it's a kind of weird how we don't really know what goes on in locker rooms and how locker room situations can really affect the team's chemistry. And yeah. we obviously – as Bruins fans, we have that same experience with you know allegations against Tyler Sagan and Dougie Hamilton.
2: Right. Yeah, th- yeah Ted, that's an interesting topic, and I'm glad you brought it up because – It still is a job at the end of the day, well, and they're still your coworkers. And, you know, as fans, we often put these people – on a pedestal. Right. right. You know, and we we often forget that, yeah, they're humans and shit goes on in their lives that they have to deal with. And it affects their productivity at their job, yeah. you know, just like that would affect you and I. Right. It's
1: still a day job at the end of the day. Not you with know. Tom Brady.
2: Hashtag goat. <laughs> but no, <laughs> seriously. So it's it's interesting to think about, you know, you really wonder. What goes on within a locker room that being said I would I would take the stance that I don't think that the public needs to know I think that you know professional athletes are in the limelight enough and they have to air out their dirty laundry Mm -hmm. Enough that when personal things go on in the locker room, I feel like that they should be able to stay in the locker room
7: Oh, I totally agree You know I totally agree, and I think it's very unfortunate that that situation came out because not only I mean, yes, it's nice to think about, like, okay, cool, it came out. You know, Mike Hoffman, and, you know, I'm not Mike Hoffman himself so much, but his fiance is kind of an asshole, but it's like, that puts a lot of public stress on Eric Carlson and his wife Melinda. That's a very private matter of having your child die. I I don't know myself, but, you know, I can't imagine, but I could empathize with the situation and think, I can't imagine that having that happen and having to live with that pain and that grief and maybe trying to move on, and then all of a sudden you have this... You know this other teammate's life that keeps bringing up, bringing up, beating you up about it. It just, it to me, it just seems like it's unfair that it's out in public. But I can also see why they brought light to it because I definitely think more of that stuff happens than people realize. Yeah, like the whole. I mean, I, I don't want to use this because I love Tyler; he's my favorite player. But a lot of the shit people, you know, and, and when I was I mean, obviously I'm the same age as him, but when it all happened, when it went down, I didn't see what the big was, right being twenty being 26, being way more mature than I was when all that shit happened through that shit, I could kind of see why, okay, they can't have this shit. I don't know if he slept with his wife. I mean, I've just heard rumors. I don't really know. Any, Ted's got inside kinda, sources. You know, <laughs> I mean, Joe Ted angry, is I the inside source. I mean, it kind of goes both ways. And he like, filmed one. it. it takes
5: two to fuck, Twice.
2: So. so wait a second. You're saying on the Average Joe's podcast that Tyler Sagan goes both ways?
7: Well, no, I mean, like, his Horton's wife,
2: apparently. Horton's wife goes both ways now? Probably,
7: who
5: knows? <laughs> <laughs> Can she go both ways with me?
2: <laughs> Ted, so speaking of drama, I would like to talk about the Patriots drama because I know absolutely zero of it. I just heard that there is some drama. So I was hoping that you, the TSP and sports update, could fill me in.
1: You're going to learn way more than you ever wanted to about
7: this. (laughs) Okay, apparently Alex Guerrero is causing issues, or has been causing issues in the last two years with Bill. Bill doesn't like Alex. Alex won't leave because Tom is obviously poor friends with Alex and working without Julian Edmund. Bill doesn't want Alex Guerrero involved with the team. Tried to get him out last year, didn't want him. Uh, Kraft wanted him back, wouldn't let him leave, whatever, because Tom loved him. Apparently that's the reason why Tom is here and Jimmy Garoppolo got traded to San Francisco because they originally wanted to trade Tom to San Fran and keep Garoppolo here, which caused a big stink. Apparently they had like seven sit-down meetings, I guess, seven because that's all I ever heard about was sit-down meetings. Apparently they're cool, but that's the whole problem with Alex Guerrero. Apparently he got Julian Edelman all hopped up on whatever the fuck PD he did. It was Mountain. Fun- it
2: was actually Mountain Dew that he was hopped Probably.
7: up on. <laughs> yeah. Doing baby
5: Ted, Jesus. hold on. Can like- you just slow it down a tad? <laughs> There's a lot of information here coming rapidly.
2: Slow down, Ted. Take the okay. boner out of your hands and talk normal.
5: Um, <laughs> he just was like this.
1: <laughs> and, all right. A, a little backstory. I, I, you, you if If you're listening, you've probably tuned out at this point if you're not a sports fan. But for those that are interested that may not know... Alex Guerrero is Tom Brady's personal trainer. Uh, he's kind of, you know, crunchy. He's a very... Uh, he created the TB12 method. Yeah. He, 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 and yeah. the JE11. And, and and a lot of it is very... And probably the
5: Nomad Garcia Power 5. It,
1: it's very controversial. A lot of his uh, training methods and his uh, dietary patterns and things like that. But he's been given a lot of leeway throughout the years by the Patriots organization because of the amount of productivity that he has been able to uh, give our star quarterback, the GOAT, TB12. And uh, last year, the shit kind of hit the fan between him and the front office because Guerrero is not a paid member of the Patriots organization so he was banned from sidelines and team activities and the such and now it's becoming a very large drama filled soap opera instead of a uh, training camp that's focused on the team as it should so just for those that aren't aware Does that is that is that a decent synopsis, Ted? Would you say?
7: Other than most, yeah. There's other parts to it, but yeah, that's pretty much the. That's the
1: gist of it, without going Um, into the nitty gritty.
7: Yeah, I mean, there's also drama involving uh, apparently Gronk almost got traded. There was like five trade offers in on him, and they almost pulled the trigger, but something happened to stop them. I guess. I don't know. I, I think the most of it, they weren't actually going to trade him. I think they were just using it as a tool to bargain and kind of deal with it because he hasn't signed a deal yet, or he right. hasn't signed his extension yet. So I think that they were kind of using that as a, okay, well, if you don't sign, then we're not going to wait around, yar, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to wait around and like wait for you to sign, you know. But I feel like that's more of a it was more of a bargaining chip, but right. that got thrown out. In, you know, there, uh, Tom did an Oprah
5: interview this week, or was it this week or last weekend? Oprah? So a lot- did you say Oprah? Yeah, Tom yeah. Brady
2: did an Oprah interview.
5: Why did he turn into a piece of shit?
2: So it, he talked about his retirement, right?
7: Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought that up, because um, he mentioned uh, Oprah I actually was talking to him about it and asked him when he thought about retiring, he said, well, I'd like to, you know, originally I said I'd like to play home 45, but I'm not really sure. I, you know, I might, I don't know when I'm going to retire kind of leading towards the possibility that he may leave, like, either within a year or two, and everybody was calling him a, a diva prick, I think, was being thrown around, um, a fucking uh, charlatan, or how dare you lie to us about leaving or earlier than you were, which I think was fucking fuck the worst shit. It just shows how spoiled our fucking fan base is. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's fuck, it was horrendous. It was absolutely fucking horrendous. I mean, I, the fact that I had to argue with people about keeping Tom around because he thought about possibly retiring earlier than 45, because people wanted him to go or get rid of him, uh, I I mean, I don't really have a lot of brain cells left as is, but I lost a whole lot
5: without Tom. Well, I mean, yeah, Danny Etling is the future of the New England Patriots. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Brian
7: Hoyer and Danny, Het- Danny Etling. I can sense another Super Bowl without Tom just now. Um... So yeah, I, mean, I don't think it's, a, but I think it's more, it's being highlighted, but I don't think Bill, Kraft, and Tom are having any issues. I think whatever issues they had, they hashed out. I don't think there's any problems anymore. I think they're leaving last year in last year, but I feel like they can't move on because the media won't stop fucking bringing it up. Right. No, think... they're beating it out.
2: So I think we can listen to a little bit of the TV interview if you would like. Send it. Oh, sure. All right. So this is Tom Brady on um, being called the greatest quarterback of all time. Actually, this is actually a commercial.
5: Welcome to YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) What are we selling? Penal (laughs) secret pills.
1: No, this episode no, of the no. Average Joe Podcast is brought to you by Verizon
2: Unlimited, no, the I'm just new kidding.
5: Chevy Silverado, <laughs> flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh
1: boy! Uh, Shout out to the flashlight. If you guys are still in business, just sponsor going, us. All right, here it is. Here it is.
2: <laughs> time
0: by just about every sports writer, can
2: you allow yourself to? what that means to be the best yeah. quarterback of all time. I don't
6: I don't like it. I don't, don't like when people say it. And you don't like that. No, I don't like it at all. Why? I don't feel that way, you know? I'm not, I'm not attached to that feeling. You know, I don't care whether people think that or not, you know? I want to be the best I can be. I know when I go out there, it's not to compare myself to this guy or that guy. It's everyone's good everyone plays good it's but you
2: say even at the very beginning of the book oh I think when you first went to Michigan you want to compete you want a competitor you know I'm your guy yeah and I'm paraphrasing there so as a person who loves to compete as much as you do yeah and loves the you get a thrill out of out of actually
6: the competition yeah. it must feel particularly good to to then be considered the very best yeah I, I don't I still feel like I'm in it ah. I still feel like I'm doing it I still feel like there's still more to be accomplished. I was practicing the last two days, like, you know, working on my technique, on my fundamentals, on my, all the things with my training that I still feel like I can be better, be a percentage better. I played a long time. Mm-hmm. It's not like you go, hey man, I'm going to become, yeah. you know, something different. No, I am what I am. I know my strengths. I've improved on some of the weaknesses and. I still think I want to go out there and compete and play with a bunch of twenty-two year olds, and <laughs> you know, it's still a lot of fun.
2: So that's what makes him the greatest quarterback ever, is because he's still out there fucking practicing and doing his thing, and doing whatever he, he has to in order to be you know the the best quarterback. And Kyle, I, Kyle, what do you think?
5: I think he's a bitch. <laughs> there's mainly because he did a, an interview with Oprah. There's a sense of,
1: no matter what he he says or does, I think it's really cool to listen to him speak because there's always that sense of humbleness with him. Yeah, absolutely. and 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 it still seems like he has that, you know, kind of that childish love of the sport.
5: See, he sounded so humble it was fake. That's the and uh, but that's that, what that, I got from that that year. was
1: gonna be my, my follow up thing is is he playing the game with everyone when it comes to this or I, I is it genuine the game for the oh. Oprah it's, interview. it's probably a combination.
7: Yeah, I think it's a combination. I mean I think I could see where people would think he's fake, but I do think he genuinely just has that attitude about himself. It's that humble brag, that confidence, like he knows he's good, he knows But he's he'll, he'll never tell himself. it to your I face tell you here, I'm the greatest of all time. You know what I mean? But he knows he is. Yeah Yeah, you have yeah. to.
1: At that point at that at that point in oh, his career, yeah. you have to be able to look in the mirror once in a while and kind of give yourself a wink.
2: No, you, yeah, you So gotta, you, you gotta i gonna
7: wake up in the morning and piss excellence. I you actually
2: know. I actually don't think that he do, he does think that. I think that Good night buddy, I love you. Um I think that he he, Tom Brady will, when he retires, look back at his career and go, I was the greatest ever. But I truly believe that Tom Brady is so fucking competitive that he still is like, I still got to train. I still can yeah. get better.
1: He's got those blinders right. on, as they say. That,
2: yeah. that moment that he plays with the I'm the best ever is the moment he's going to do bad.
5: That's yeah, why that's LeBron lost. Start. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's actually a really good example. That's yeah. a really good right. example.
2: Right. What did Kyle say? He said that's why LeBron lost. Oh
7: yeah 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 yeah. And
2: it, and it and it's true, dude. Like yeah. you know the moment that you are playing with that attitude of I'm the best ever, I don't have to do anything, I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. Yeah. Is the yeah. moment that you fucking suck and you've lost it.
7: Yeah. You gotta be Dale. You can't be Ricky Bobby. You gotta be Dale. Exactly.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Can I be the resurgence of Ricky
7: Bobby? Shake and bake. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: What's yes. one of those? Is that one of those things with them, like a fighting chicken with the talons? Oh, that's cool.
1: So, so Teddy, what, what do you think here? Now, we're, we'll, we'll we'll just. L- Throw this all out. Just hypotheticals, you know, no fa- not factually based at all, just what ifs.
7: So what we do every day then. More or less. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when does Tom Brady retire? Does he retire as a Patriot? And does he win another, another Super Bowl in between now and that point in time with whatever team that may be with?
7: I think he retires at 43. I think it's after he wins the Super Bowl, and he'll be a Patriot.
1: You think he's going to he be a lifer?
7: How old is he now? He's said multiple times in multiple interviews, if they ever tried to trade me or they just released me or they wanted to release me, I would just sign a one-day contract, retire, and end it. I don't want to be anybody else. I don't want to play anywhere else.
2: So how old is Tom Brady now? 41. You think that he's going to do another two years, dude? Dude, he wants to that's play it? for. He wants to play for
0: another. Yeah, he wants you know, to play for thing. at least another wanting four. To,
7: wanting to play, to forty-five and being physically able to play to forty-five nah, are two nah. completely different ends of the spectrum.
1: I don't know, man. It's that avocado ice cream that that dude's got him on. But, it
2: it, it <laughs> but, but here's the thing. So he and he even talked about this in his Oprah interview. Okay, his kids are growing up and there's so much that he has not been able to do around his kids. Basically non-existent as a father when it comes to taking your kids to sports and doing the in and outs of being a dad. Yeah. And I think that Tom Brady sees that and he he wants to take the time and and be able to do those things. So I really think that his his kids and his wife have given him a little bit of perspective, in the right. sense that the NFL isn't the only thing in his life anymore, and it's getting time before he knows it. If he waits too long, those moments with his kids are gonna be gone. I think so it's
7: they're a, almost preteens. I, I
0: well,
2: think that's the thing, dude.
1: I think it's gonna be a combination of um, the going back to to answer my own question that I just asked Ted. I think it's going to be a combination of what you just said, Zach, and um, the fact that it's going to be a combo of that and his competitive drive because I don't think that he wants to wind up being a Joe Montana, right? a guy that signs that one-year contract with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's got blown-out knees. He can't move anymore. And he goes from being the greatest of all time that Joe Montana was in his heyday to a hollow shell of himself.
5: What about Joe Montana?
1: That's the saddest thing in all of sports. When you see someone that could have hung him up, maybe one or two seasons
5: earlier. Paul Pierce. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Someone like Paul Pierce. I
7: think that's my biggest worry about Tom too, is I don't want him to end up being one of those, like, decrepitable players that, like, were really like athletic and like were really in shape to being barely able to move. Like, I remember um, uh, Deion Sanders, and we all have watched Deion Sanders. He is probably
1: Neon one Dion. of the
7: greatest athletes to ever play the game of football. And at 35 years old, he had to like he had to go to the bathroom instead of walking up the stairs. He just opened the slide gla- the uh, side glass door and pissed in his backyard because he said his knees hurt so bad that he couldn't walk upstairs. He was 35 years old. He was one of the most dynamic athletes to ever play the game. You mean people aren't supposed to do that?
1: Kyle's <laughs> was like uh, shit. I do that all day.
7: True, I, I guess. But you get what I'm going though. Like I don't right. want Tom. I I want Tom to retire early because I care about him as a person. And I don't want him to become one of those guys, but well, yeah. I, I on, just on, can't
2: let go. Honestly, I want him. I want Tom Brady to retire after this season. I don't want him to. I don't
5: want. Bring on Danny Etling.
2: I don't want him. I don't. <laughs>
1: no. I don't.
5: If
2: if if
1: the thing is, dude, people, you gotta you gotta look back at all the times you watched ESPN over the last five years. Yeah. Look at all the sports programs we've watched, all the games we've seen. All the pregame analysis and this and that and all that stuff. People were counting him out five, six years ago. Oh, for sure. Oh, and I agree. they're still doing it now. And yeah, if, totally. and and who's to say? Who? None of us are here. None of us can say what's going to happen.
2: No, but but listen. But why listen. would you
1: say if he's still at the upper echelon of his game? And I'm not saying it, maybe he's not putting up the production that we are used to as spoiled patriots fans if he's even just getting the job done and captaining the ship on the way you know why not ride this out i'm going to put it for as much I'm, as possible
2: i'm going to put it i want
1: him to play for as long as he <laughs> can physically do it as long as he can be the best quarterback he can be and be a helpful part of this organization and this team there's no reason to put a
5: time frame on it. Who put DJ on the show? This guy don't shut <laughs> up. Shut up.
2: I'm going to put i I'm going to put it this way for you dude, okay? You ever have a mandate on and it's got it's on a lot of hair and you rip it off real quick to minimize the amount of
5: pain? Nah, ain't that hairy. Yeah,
1: it goes back to beating off and your chafing your dick.
5: So that's worth it though. It's <laughs> a valid point.
1: <laughs> it doubles as a cock ring too late at night.
2: So that's how I feel <laughs> About this whole Tom Brady thing. Like, he's gonna retire. He's at, arguably, he's playing some of the best football that he's ever played. Right. I want him to win another Super Bowl, and I want him to retire on top of his career. And that's exactly what I'm saying. I don't wanna wait three, four, five years from now. But what if he still is good? I don't what if he can still do to, it? I don't want to wait to find out.
1: But it's not about you. It's not. It, it's not about you. This, this is about Tom. This is It's about him. It's but, about the way that he wants to do it, and it's about the organization.
2: But this is about my opinion, and this is how I feel. Okay. <laughs> this is my show, and you're, you're gonna
0: listen to me. About feelings, okay? Right. Feelings.
1: But think, and you have to think about it this way. What if he does win a Super Bowl next year, and he does retire? Would you rather? W- what about this?
2: Yes, I would rather him retire and go out on top. Yeah, and th- I understand that chase another Super Bowl. But that will think never... about
1: it this way: put yourself in his shoes. What if you oh, go I'm out put myself in Tom Brady's shoes? What if What if he goes out, and he knows in the back of his mind, we can do this again? I can do this one, maybe two more times.
7: I'm at the point for me personally. Think about that regret. Way.
1: What's worse? What 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 is What's what, What's is the satisfaction of going out on top, does that outweigh the regret of mailing it in too early? For, for
7: and me, that's yes. the thing. Because none of us so none
1: already. of us no. know.
7: If he wins for more and walks away, he's got nothing to be ashamed of.
1: No, he doesn't have anything to be ashamed of, but you got to look, like we just said, his competitiveness, that is going to sure. eat away at your psyche that's, for the rest of your life.
2: Well, you know what? Then he can retire... And then he can dominate in men's league flag football, and <laughs> yeah, he can get dude, the rest of those like Super Bowls. That
1: motherfucker hasn't been able to run since he left Michigan,
2: okay? He'll quarterback in men's league flag. <laughs>
7: he's one professional athlete, I'm probably faster than. Him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I doubt
2: it. I doubt it, bro. Dude, I'm
0: saying,
1: <laughs> dude, look it up. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, to Tom Brady's combine yards. forty yard dash. It, I know he's slow as fuck. It is. It is laughable. I mean, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. Best quarterback ever. But f- oh, fuck, dude, that guy is not very athletic in a straight line.
7: A, yeah, there was a reason <laughs> why he was a catcher when he played baseball and not any of the fielding positions. Because
5: he was gay?
1: Straight line sprinting and lateral movements are not have never been his strength.
7: Dude, if he tried to steal a base from first, a light toss would have gotten him out halfway there. Underhand. <laughs> you
1: could have gone around the horn <laughs> and still thrown him out.
7: <laughs>
1: but I don't know. I, I, I just I think I think everyone's bringing up valid points, and I don't think any of us have the answer. I think that's right, the one. Tom, I think that's yeah, the one. Can tell us I think that's the one consensus that we've come to is nobody fucking knows
2: and that's why you listen to the average Joe's podcast cuz nobody knows yeah. you don't oh, come here for much nobody nobody
1: nob- nobody nobody knows not even the fucking patriots front office nope. none of these espn dicks none of them
5: what about the tspn dick
1: oh but uh, if anyone has inside <laughs> sources it's ted the Ted, Ted's movie. got friends in low places.
2: It's pretty much becoming the TKSBN, the Ted and yeah. Kyle. The
1: Ted and Kyle Sports <laughs> Network. You guys should start your own podcast. Oh, no, no hey.
2: shut the fuck up. No, no, they should not. But speaking of that, They're we, mine. we actually need to get into the segue. Oh, of, we have we have two big things that we need to talk about. And the first one is the TSP and Obscure Sports Fact of the week. So, Ted... Okay. I hope you're ready. You better bring your bum cover. Let's go.
7: I'm ready. I have two sports snacks for you. Just... Oh, shit. Kids balling. On this date in 1997, the Women's National Basketball Association made it a debut with the New York Liberty, defeating the Los Angeles Sparks 67 to 57. And on this date in 1999, Pantera rode afloat in the Dallas Stars Stanley Cup victory parade in downtown Dallas. <laughs> and Pantera is responsible for the Dallas Storm Steve song, Fuck You.
2: <laughs> okay, Ted, thank you. Because before the past few weeks, not going to lie, not going to yeah. lie, you sucked the big black dick on the obscure sports back. They no, weren't no, obscure, they were barely <laughs> thought out, and I was uncomfortable just listening to them. But thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for actually giving us a legitimate TSPN Obscure Sports Fact of the Week. Two of them, mind you. You brought your bum cover to this episode. (laughs) We're so proud.
7: And I have breaking news. Oh, Oh, shit. shit.
0: Wait,
2: wait, wait. Wait, hold on,
7: hold on.
5: That's Breaking news <laughs> from the
7: DSPN <laughs> sports <laughs> update. Zach,
5: <you're> drunk. <laughs> oh, you drunk. He's
6: on it he's on his
1: he's on his third Miller High Life. Oh,
7: shit. He is living a high life. I'm so but wasted. Um, the Boston Bruins are one of five teams in the mix for Russian free agent Ilya Kovalchuk. LA, San Jose, and Vegas, and one other team that is that reported is one of the others. Ted, so I... We could be getting a Russian. I, 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 that's a wonderful...
5: As long as he parties like Ovi, that's all I care about. Oh, yeah, that's a good point.
7: Oh, he probably... Be fucking better.
5: I'm sure our president's
2: all excited about getting a Russian. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Has anybody else on the Capitals even touched that cup? <laughs> <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> I'm just curious.
0: Dude,
2: I don't think anyone dude. wants to touch the oh, cup after bro. he's done dude. with it. They might have to disinfect it.
1: After this year, he's, Alexander Ovechkin is going to be the first player to, to get his own Stanley Cup. After. He's just not going to bring it back. And when they ask for it, no, no, no. He's going to keep the actual one. And when they ask for it back, he's going to hand them a piece of paper with Putin's phone number on it and say, call him.
7: Actually. Uh, John Carlson and Brooks Orphek, I had to politely ask him to let everybody else have a turn. <laughs> they <laughs> had to politely like, ask he, him. He slept with the cup, right? And he made his dog sleep on the floor, and there was a picture his wife took, and someone said, it's official that Alex Ovechkin, Alex Ovechkin and the Stanley Cup are expecting. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's funny. Awesome. That's
1: a good one. I like that.
7: And you know what? I'm totally fucking loving it. I'm so happy for him. Like, it sucks I really wanted to see Vegas get it, but I am so proud of him that he finally got one.
1: I so love man, how emotionally attached you get. Is. I know. That's what I love. I love talking sports with you because even though you've never met these people before, He's you just proud. you have such this sense of connection and passion about yeah. all of this stuff, and it really is awesome to listen to Most you talk about with
7: it. Our guys, like, I was thinking about it today with the Bruins. Like it's almost like a second family kind of a thing. Like. Whenever I was going through some seriously rough shit, like mental illness and stuff, like I was just throwing like a Like you
2: ran game. out of potatoes.
0: And
7: yeah. Cola. Kind of like that. But like it's stuff like like the stuff of my mom and everything else, like when all the deep heavy shit was going on, if I wanted to get away for a while, I'd throw on a fucking bees game. I didn't give a shit if they lost. I got to see the guys play. It's like a second family thing. So yeah, it fucking means a lot, like. I talk about them like they're fucking family. Like I know them all personally and I grew up with them. I love them.
0: That's
1: yeah,
7: awesome. I'm really happy for him. He definitely is a good guy. He's not been a piece of shit ever. So he definitely deserves the opportunity to have fun with it. You know? uh,
2: so we're on a Skype, uh, Skype call with Ted of the TSPN Sports Update. And during this giant sad monologue, I just keep sending him the crying emoji. Just over and over again. Just the crying emoji.
7: Yes, Ted. Keep giving the attention that you want. Yes. <laughs>
2: you don't know them. Crying emoji. Thumbs yeah. up. Laughing out loud.
7: Not... Yeah. <laughs> like, Ted, we're oh, not yeah. Dr. Fraser Craig. We don't need to hear your personal problems.
2: <laughs> oh, You're your therapists, not oh for TSP. I mean, we could do talks with Ted. Um... Therapy session, if you really, <laughs> if you really want oh, oh. to. Oh. I'm, I'm, am
1: am am sick that day, guys. Uh, I'm, I, I actually got a, a the, uh, I actually got the 24-hour uh, AIDS that day. I'm not gonna make it. I'm just kidding, Ted. I love you, brother.
7: I know I love you
1: too, buddy. Um, so Kyle, yeah, let's go. It's time. You're on the block.
2: So Ted, just so you know, Kyle has inserted himself with no lube via the back door. Of the Average Joe's podcast, TSPN experience, and
7: well, he is a CO, so it makes sense. Tile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, boop, 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 boop,
2: if I had the soundboard.
1: <laughs> Thank you for not having the soundboard anymore. You were getting a little out of out of
2: hand with that. No, I just forgot <laughs> it. It's going to be on next episode. Oh fuck! Oh, <laughs> so. Ted does the um, I'm sorry Kyle does the TSPN bold sports hot takes and they've been bold they've They've been been very bold bold. (laughs) they've been about sports so we're batting a thousand so Kyle why don't you give us the TSPN bold sports hot
5: takes (laughs) alright you guys ready no send it I'm ready just gotta send it the Cleveland Browns. Oh, oh, boy. oh, boy. This
1: is this is juicy.
5: <laughs> Where are we going with this? We'll the win, the win a game. <laughs> <laughs> that is bold as fuck, sir. That is bold. As, that's a savage move. <laughs> uh, I got to at least get one right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're wrong, though. <laughs> Every part of my heart
2: and soul hopes that you are dead wrong. <laughs> Wait, no, really. Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the hottest of all hot takes. That's that, as hot as you can get. That's a Stanley steamer of hot takes right there. <laughs> Cleveland it is.
7: steamer of hot takes right there. <laughs> 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 The puns are endless. Yes!
0: Oh, shit.
2: I just Where's internet fist bumped Ted.
7: <laughs> like, like Cleveland, I'm bringing the heat. <laughs> shit all over the
2: place oh, oh. my god that's hilarious <laughs> well everyone we are coming up on two and a half hours of average joe's podcast goodness and i say goodness and air quotes because no it's not air quotes go fuck
1: yourself it's great <laughs> it's mediocre If you don't appraised. listen to this you're a fucking asshole
2: no but <laughs> in all seriousness please go on to the itunes podcast store the google play store soundcloud.com and/ or keep it average.com buy our merch, check out our site, listen to our episodes. we have a lot of great content coming at you. The TSPN sports update is an average Joe's podcast listening experience. We're not saying a good it's a good one but it's there. <laughs> Ted, thank you so much for coming on and, and blessing us with your greatness of sports knowledge. We really appreciate it. I hope you don't run out of potatoes for next episode. And I hope your mental health stays in check. It
7: will. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> gobble, <laughs> gobble.
2: <laughs> thank you so much, Ted. We appreciate you coming on, and we'll see you next week. It's going to be a little bit because I'm traveling for work, so we won't we won't be uh, podcasting this weekend. But right. we'll get back to it in July, and we're going to have a heckin' good time. A lot of great uh, people are coming on the show. Ted, thank you so much for coming on.
5: Yeah, no problem. Later, man. Later. Love you.
1: <laughs> so, you just kind of sparked a little bit of a creativity, what's left of it in my brain, when you dropped the uh, merch info. So I have, uh, I have an idea. So, when it comes to the T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I think we need to have a little bit of a, I guess you could say, competition slash giveaway for the Average Joe's podcast. If you come up with the best, if you come up with a t-shirt design, send it in to Zach at at KeepItAverage.com. We will go through all of them. We'll pick the one that we like the best. Maybe we'll put it on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Maybe we'll have a vote. We'll figure it out, and w- whichever one wins, we'll put it into circulation. And if you're the design, if you came up with that design idea, we'll give you a few. We'll give you a couple for free.
2: Nothing says awesome like a free T-shirt. And so,
5: and we're talking ideas. People like cool. Like I yeah. want to see Medusa's head, but instead of snakes, it's penises.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. And instead of nostrils, they're vaginas.
2: And (laughs) buttholes for
5: ears. That's extreme.
2: Um, No, seriously, I think... But something like that would
1: be cool, man. You know, just get get some input, you know, see what people like, and give away some free shit.
2: Yeah, I think that that would be a really rad, up, rad thing to do. And we can put it out onto uh, Instagram and, and see if people submit via Instagram. They'll just tag us. Yeah, exactly. You know, tag us at Average Shows Podcast.
1: Yeah, come up with some cool ideas and maybe get some free shit, and then your designs will be on the backs of average motherfuckers all over the world.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I just want to take a quick minute and talk about the show and say, you know, we're growing, right? So the the amount of listeners that we have now i just want to say thank you to all of them Um, because when i first started this with brian Kenny you know i think he said it he's like if we had one person that listened thank you like if we can get one person to listen to us ramble about bullshit for two and a half hours yeah like that's pretty cool and you gotta
5: find something better to do with your time.
2: And <laughs> no, seriously though, and like the But the, thank you. The the fact that, you know, we have listeners who tune in on Instagram Live, whether it's three, four, 10, 20, I don't care. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I look at the analytics on SoundCloud and I see people in um, Ireland and the UK and all over the place listening to average joe's podcast it means a lot to me i th- i hope that it means as much to you too a- as well because
1: it gives you a reason it gives you it gives you something to look forward to twice a week yeah. it keeps you going uh, yeah. it really does it's kind of a fuel to the fire so yeah and
2: you know like i i know that the show isn't perfect i i get that but I'm proud of the fact that we're putting out content that people are listening to, and I can only hope that that grows yep. and grows and grows and grows. I just know that, like we as, um, podcasters, just need to you know keep pumping out that that content.
1: Absolutely, and like you said, you know, even if, if even if it is only one person, or you know, what, no matter what. If you, if one of us three, or Ted, or any of the guests, or whoever, if we can put a smile on someone's face, and maybe make a joke that makes you laugh, if there's only one laugh throughout this whole podcasting experience for someone else, no matter where they are in this world, that's worth it. That's worth it.
2: Yeah, dude. I That's just
1: brightening someone else's day, and that's a really good feeling, and hopefully we can accomplish that at some point in time, if not already.
2: And, you know, like some people are going to say, well, oh, you're, you're, your show's stupid, and there's always going to be negative comments, and yeah, I've, I've heard some. It's
1: different strokes for different folks, man. But you know We're not what? forcing you to uh, listen. Yeah, If you I, don't listen, turn it off. Go elsewhere.
2: Like, I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, at the end of the day, I'm hanging out drinking beers with my good friends and putting out some content that some people are listening to. I'm happy with that. I don't I could... really
5: come here for the podcast. I just come here for the six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> and the dip.
2: But you know, at the end of the day, you pro- you produce something. It's not much, but it's there. And you know, we are appreciative of not it. Not
5: much. Not <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, you produce a lot. That's right. It's just in silence. Kyle
1: needs. To, I think Kyle needs to become the producer, and me and you need to co-host. Because we we talk and he just kind of hangs out.
2: Think about so it. Kyle, we needs, Kyle
1: needs to be. We need to hire Kyle as the producer. One, two and,
2: six packs a week. I was gonna say, Ooh. and we're not gonna pay him in anything. Oh
5: no, six packs fine.
2: Um, but think about it. We'll we'll teach Kyle. <laughs> we'll teach Kyle how to how to run the soundboard and monitor audio. I'm sure he can do it better than I can. And
5: this
1: kid's actually one of the biggest like computer nerds I know. Closet nerds. So... he be all about he it. He can run anything when it comes to
2: that. You know what would be cool to have Kyle do? As, like, as we're talking, Kyle... So, like, in the Joe Rogan experience, he has that guy... That is the perfect guideline.
1: Anyone that wants to start a podcast, copy that. <laughs> it's perfect. No, they, they they do it so right. Yeah. So, go on.
2: But So, they have a guy as... Joe Rogan is talking to his interview. E. There's the guy who pulls up stuff, brings it on the young screen, Jamie, and he adds a little bit here and there. But he's you know the guy behind the scenes, and I, I think that Kyle.
5: Yeah, I'm good at that shit,
2: dude. No, seriously, you are because you you provide you you speak when when you need to, and then you can also like think about it when we're talking with Ted about um Tom Brady the Tom Brady interview. He could be over here bringing it up and and you know providing sound clips and doing all that stuff. I really think it's a good idea. We'll yeah, we'll talk about we'll, it more.
1: We'll experiment with it. Yeah. In the future, we'll see how it goes. I, I think I'm I'm down. I'm 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 down with that.
2: Yeah, I I dig that idea. Um, also we I want to talk to you guys now real quick and just let you know that so we probably have one of the most accomplished in terms of um professionalism people coming onto our show so this woman who is literally a doctor and has published three novels jesus is coming on to the show she's a um
5: she's gonna think we're fucking retarded I, I, <laughs> she's
2: listened to the shows
5: she is fucking retarded <laughs> so so shout
2: out to nate Galant for hooking it up um, Nate referenced our show to her and she started listening to it and she loves the idea and I talked to her about it on the on the phone and she's like I think what you guys are trying to do where you interview quote-unquote average people doing you know less than average things is, is average really, people
1: doing above average
0: things
2: yeah I mean. yeah that's what I mean and she's like she's like that's rad and she wants to come on and tell her story that's cool she's super super chill what's and, her uh
1: area of expertise or are we gonna leave that till well, so we're she, gonna keep a we do we want to give a spoiler alert yeah.
2: spoiler, spoiler so she's into the mental health and and mental fitness via like yoga and things like that and and how to kind of like that's cool calm your body and and she she wrote books on like parents that need to do it and and I don't want to go into too much detail about it right now, but that's what we're going to talk about. Just give ab- people a little taste. That's little what we're going to talk about. And fun fact is her br- her brother runs a show on um, Sirius Satellite Radio. No shit. And her brother, I think, is going to plug our podcast on the radio.
1: We're moving to New York City, boys. We're going to be in a high rise.
5: No, I'm really nervous.
2: So I really hope that it it works out well. Like That's one that, Mike, you're going to have to actually read the read the show notes before before we get here yeah
1: yeah we'll have to do that
2: and uh yeah it's just not fucking wing it (laughs) it's gonna be a good show she lives in newton so she's gonna call in that's cool yeah i'm super excited to have her on the show that's awesome yeah so anyways thank you guys so much for listening if you haven't listened go on to the itunes the itunes podcast store the google play store SoundCloud.com and go to KeepItAverage.com. Check out our merch and all the other fun shit, guys. Thank you so much. This is a long episode, but you know what? It's been a great one. I'm here with my friends. We're producing content that people listen to, and it's just—it's a, a heckin' good time, guys. Thank you so much. Peace. Good night. No! Wait a second. We're going to rewind, and you're going to sign out the way you always do. Oh, I
7: forgot. It's been two weeks, man. And we're going to do this again. So,
2: Guys, thank you so much for coming on to the Average show Podcast. Thank you again. We're excited. That's it. Peace.
1: Good night, fuckers.